Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to an all games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett. And you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this week. And welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 185, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. The best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with the show. It's always a good time over here, but if you want to hear us live, you can't join us live on all devices, including your Xbox One, Amazon Echo, your car. Get the TuneIn app for free at All Games Radio. We will broadcast live every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern out of all of your devices. We do remind all you guys to go over to zombieresearchsociety.com. It's where the official radio show the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And on the bottom right of that very front page, you can see ZombieCast down there on the lower right. Click play and listen to us while you browse all the articles over there. And we want to thank all the people over there. Matt Moak, George Romero, all the panelists. You know, all those are good guys over there. So uh, check out ZombieResearchSociety.com and give some love to those guys. And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our page over there. And over on the Twitters, follow at ZombieCast World. Click the banner up top. The info tag, follow each individual host as we love mingling with the zombies each week. And uh, we're back, guys, after a week off. 
You know, so did you guys have a good holiday season, Matt, Ted, Norma? Yeah, buddy. I loved it. Holiday season. It was good. It was good. Look, I got to stay home for like 10 days. And, you know, as much as I love my job, there's still something a little nice about not having to get up early and go do it. So. I don't think, it doesn't matter how much you love your job. It was just, just really that... nice and relaxing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was nice, nice. So, Ted, dude, you, you know, we know that you've been on the East Coast. You live, you, you live in Los Angeles, but you've been in Atlanta hanging with the, hanging with the parents and stuff, dude. And I got to say, Ted, dude, I love your, you, you kind of have a diary over there on the Facebooks of you and your dad, man. Some of the conversations that you have, dude. And I've been, I've been digging them, Ted. <laughs> You're, you got the coolest dad ever. Yeah, every word comes out of his mouth is. He said some. He, he says some things I can't. I actually can't post, and I I I, I, I can tell y'all in private those. But he's a uh, like just just right before the show started. I'm like my like I was sitting there and I was like watching um because I'm still because I'm helping my, I'm helping my parents move, so I'm having to cl- I'm basically by myself cleaning their forty years of crap out of their attic. Oh boy, which is which is interesting, but um. Just like literally ten minutes ago, I'm sitting there and my dad just comes walking in and sits down, you know. And you're kind of like, I, I kind of need you to leave because I'm going to do a show. And he's just sitting there, not saying anything, just sort of <laughs> awkwardly like staring around. And you're finally this, and I finally said, "Hey, I'm about to do a podcast." And I, 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 I uh, you know, can you get the hint that I need you to like leave the room or I need you to go? <laughs> and my dad just sort of gets this look on his face and he says in a British accent, "Well, it seems I've been invited to leave," and he just walks out. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Where did that come from? He's a he's a he's a wild guy. Well, I see That's your dad funny. in text, Ted. He's supposed to be on the show tonight, right? Oh my! Oh, dude, my dad. Listen to this. He would be good on the show. You know why? Why? In the last week, he has watched the entire Evil Dead trilogy of movies. <laughs> oh, Army of Darkness nice. as well. He watched all three because they've all been on Stars due to Ash vs Evil Dead, which we will talk about. And he just has gotten to where, like, like last night, Army of Dark- Darkness was on. And I literally just walked in the kitchen. I was like, Dad, you're not going to believe it. You're going to be so happy when you hear this. And he's like, what? Evil Dead 3 is about to start on Stars." And he like, literally walked in and sat down and watched the entire thing. And like, I don't know. Like Army Crazy. of Darkness? That's awesome. Army of, Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness. I call so it which Evil one's Dead. his favorite then? Oh, man. He just he can't get enough. He loves that Bruce Campbell. <laughs> what about Bubba Hotep? Is has he seen that? Ted? <laughs> he, he, my dad loves that movie. Yeah, he actually lo- he has that movie on DVD. He loves that movie. Have you explained yeah. to your dad about the jacket? If the women touch it, they get pregnant. <laughs> uh, no, but my my mom uh, insists that she's not attracted to Bruce Campbell, and I keep trying to say there's no woman that would not succumb to Bruce Campbell's charms. No, um, no woman, right, Norma? Mm. <laughs> I stand with your mom on this. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm my yeah, wife yeah. To Bruce Campbell. What are you talking about, Norma? He charms me. No yeah. way. He's hard I don't to like resist. a cocky attitude. He's so cocky. But he's like Han Solo cocky. Like he's cocky, but he can also back it up with uh, kick assery. But that's the well, yeah. But I, that's I, I the worst say, part. <laughs> I would say that's just the character he's playing. But like you guys know, a couple of months ago, I got to see him speak for an hour, and he, he's just Ash up there talking. Yeah, he's just <laughs> super confident, man. Oh, he's just a, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, he's yes. my legend. Yeah. Aww. So Tad, dude, I'd, you know I'd the last. It. That sounded yeah, weird. The, sorry. <laughs> the last time that we left uh, the zombies, you know what? You were, approaching, 
you're approaching with the combat kids close to 1 million views dude and now overall we're over 2 million views I don't know. Man. Uh, well, uh, just I a week later two... man oh yeah i don't i don't know what happened with that i have no idea what cuz i've been looking into it it's i don't good. know what happened it was like 2 weeks ago the thing was at 350 and i was like i tw- i put up a facebook post like hey we just passed 350,000 views isn't that great everybody and I thought that was just kind of it. And then suddenly, the ne- like two days later, it was over 400. I was like, what the, f- what the hell is this about? And since then, it's been getting like 70,000 a day. And I don't know what's going on. Oh, and it's up to, it's up to 1.35 million. All them, so all I've, them got, I've got a concern. Kids, man. All them Asian kids with all, the all the new kids. devices. Ted, Christmas. I got a concern. Now remember, like, remember the small people when this gets big and all your famous friends want a piece right? of it. This and isn't a like, joke. Let me do a voice. Let me do a voice. Just remember the guys up. who were there in the beginning, okay? Matt, oh. you literally broke up then, and I'm not even saying that as a joke. <laughs> Man. Oh. Matt, that was smooth to me. Is your dad watching porn, Ted? Yeah, you know, my mom's kind of watching with that. the Wi-Fi's. I, I think my mom's watching that Making a Murderer show on Netflix or something. Uh, Everyone that, is watching it. What, 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 can you hear me now, Ted? Because I really got to get this point across here. Can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. I sound too excited. Uh, what I was saying is, just remember the guys are there beginning. So when like this gets famous and you're making a sequel and all your famous friends are like, Ted, you gotta add me to this. Just remember the voices that were there in the Matt, beginning. Okay. You're right? old. you know you're okay. my dog, Matt. No, and you're my bro, Aww. I'm just saying, you got a lot of hot girlfriends, including Normie, who are gonna come in <laughs> and say, Yo, I wanna do this voice, and it's gonna be tempting. But I already did that voice, Matt. You forgot. <laughs> Well, what's no, I funny know. is I, I actually have had people message me like their their voice acting demos, like quite a few. And one and I and I, I listen like, and I you know what? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. But you're not my Matto. Oh, yeah. So, well, Ted, yeah, and I, 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 I actually do think, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But I don't think Matt would like that. <laughs> I, like <Matt's> my <laughs> I don't think Matt would but, like that. But you love Matt so much, Ted. You know, you yeah. talked to me the other day. You're going to start the adventures of Helen Keller. So you don't need any voice actors for the new for the new path, right? I'm not even gonna try that one. Hey, no joke. I played I Helen do, Keller in college. Uh, Keller Keller kids. Keller kids. That's it. They're all. Matt is the new standard. Yeah. Yeah, and look, if Matt was incapable of doing a voice, I'd go find someone else. But I said the other day, I was like, or I said, "Hey, Matt, I need a I need a, a crusty cowboy." Here's the here's the video, and he sends me a clip, and I'm like. Yeah, that sounds good enough. Congratulations, you're the cowboy, yeah, buddy. I'm, I like good uh, enough. Good enough is good for I, me. I'm not. I'm not picky. Oh, oh wait a minute! Man. Now you're downplaying it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do. So hey, now hey, Matt's hey, Matt, all one takes. Hey yeah. Matt, you can be also. Hey Matt, you want to be Leatherface and in, in Combat Kids Two? All you have to do is go. <laughs> That's why I did. I just want to make uh, the cartoon. There you go, buddy. Everybody made right. this cartoon in the world, but Freeman. I got. I got to Freeman. Know, Freeman. Go, can, Freeman. Or... Go. Freeman. Go. Uh, whoa! 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 Uh, hold the shitty phone. Hold the, hold the phone. Uh, I just got that part. God damn it! I just stole your <laughs> line, Matt. All right, you can have it. Freeman. I'm go. Leatherface. Uh, That's what I was worried about. Famous people like Freeman getting in on this shit. Stepping in, guys. I'm yeah, stepping Ted, just in. don't forget it. The American way, yeah. Matt. You got to learn it. Hey, hey, Sean. I will tell you what. what? You can vo- you can voice Jason. 
Jason, don't talk. <laughs> Jason, go. who literally says nothing and makes no sound. You, you just got to breathe heavy. I'm, no, I'm not even that, but I'll, I'll put I'll put Sean. Doesn't, in a, doesn't Sean Jason do that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, isn't it sound? I'll put By Sean the way, Jason. Ted, yeah. Amrad wants to know if you've gotten your shirt yet. Whatever that means. You uh, guys that, switching that shirts would, now? That would, be in, that would be out in California, IA, so I cannot confirm or deny that. That <laughs> is probably sitting at the post office right now. So, But I'm sure it's there. No, well, there you go. Nice. See? So, so Ted, dude, I, I want to ask you. I was talking about this the other night, and uh, we're going to get some horror talk, but have you seen The Hateful Eight yet? No. I'm, I, I find Tarantino a little boring. <laughs> this is actually pretty good, Ted. I like it, man. What well, you know? I went with a bunch of guys the other night, and half of them was like uh, Tarantino long, and uh, it was a three-hour movie, dude. But I enjoyed it. I was just curious if you had saw it. Is it, it's it, it's it a three hours of people sitting in a circle talking. It's it, it's all in one room. All but you know, the first twenty minutes is like a carriage ride, and then they get to a room, and then the rest of the movie is just eight hateful dudes in one room. Mm-hmm. The entire movie. Kind of it's like really interesting. Dogs. His dialect, his dialect, his dialogue is, I don't know, it, it's really good. You can really follow along. And you just, at one point you want to really like a character, but then you end up hating him for whatever reason or another. It's actually a fantastic movie. I thought it was, I was a little unsure as how it was going to be. It's not as, it doesn't seem as gory as it usually is with most of his movies. There's still some of that element. Yeah, but it's the storyline you really have to pay attention. He does, well, he does that weird things like like Django and Chain was this very kind of realistic movie, and then suddenly towards the end they get in a shootout, and it's like it's like toxic <laughs> Avenger sense. violence of just oh, blood spray. Or... Uh, you see Jane, some Django sport- and Chain, okay, like, okay, squirting so blood here and there in this. But well, yeah, but it, exactly. it, it, became, it became like over the top, like like Evil Dead. Like I mean, not even realistic, like blood spewing, like an old kung fu movie at the end of Django and Chain like intentionally looking silly and i was like why did this go from like a realistic movie to suddenly blood is spewing like a kung fu movie i think this goes like a fantasy revenge flick yeah i don't know i think that final sequence is more like a a release kind of thing so did you see it in the theater norma or did you see it maybe some other way yeah how was the theater experience norma (laughs) (laughs) did you get to the theater to see it though Sean, how was the Norma, reaction? Norma, do you have a do you have a wave to see this that you could hook no, up? No, no, no because, because there's a reason I'm asking. If you don't see it in a theater, you you miss the key. You know, you know, Tarantino always throws in like the beer pour, or you know, like like the coffee talk and and this that and the other. But the thing with this movie was the 70 millimeter film that they use and the sound of the snow through the entire movie. The sound of snow. It is mind blowing <laughs> of how they capture it. I mean, it, it creates a calmness in the theater, like you're sitting in a snowstorm. I mean, it, it, I can't explain it. You have to be sitting. In, so, if you go to another movie, Ted, just slip in into that movie for a second and just just to listen to the snowfall, the entire movie. If I, because, if, look, if I want to hear the sound of of a blizzard, I'll just call Matt on the phone and get him to walk outside. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll, just, I'll just put you on like. Uh, Dude, but, it's but crazy I'll, here. I'll we got dumped on, on the little um, baby. Give him to walk outside on speakerphone, and there you go. But I, I think they <laughs> broke the record with the N word. Man, that mess was hilarious. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna make that comment. You know, it seems like Quentin Tarantino really loves that word, like and Mel it's Brooks just Neapolitan like, ice cream. Yeah, that's the one, and it's like every third word. <laughs> Neapolitan. I love that ice word cream. too. I walk around just yelling it as much as I can. 
Get and back just, to you, Neil. It seems a lot of his movies are self-indulgent. Well, that's Quentin Tarantino. I would agree. Well, there's a lot of American <laughs> stuff in this. I don't think Matt would get it, guys. <laughs> First of all, I love Quentin. I love. I just don't think I love Matt that would scene. Get it. Shut up. I love that scene in Inglorious Bastards in the um, the German bar. That's one of my favorite scenes. That's Quentin Tarantino for me in a nutshell. It's just really long scenes with amazing dialogue and just tension that builds slowly, slowly, slowly yeah. into like some kind of burst. And that's uh, that's why I love Breaking Bad because there's so many scenes like that that me and Mariana would call like Quentin Tarantino esque, where it's just you could where a lot of other movies are not confident in their acting or writing enough to like linger on a scene for longer than two minutes. Quentin will be like, "Here's a half hour of people playing cards," and oh, yeah, you're, you're yeah, engaged. That's, that, that's the carriage ride at the beginning. It's yeah. twenty thirty minutes long, but but kind of a spoiler, but not a spoiler. He recreated somebody that we lost in the path. In in the not past past, but but kind of a spoiler. But but you've heard him on the commercials. Kurt Russell plays his character is John Wayne. Oh, cool. His name's not John Wayne, but he's like, "How you doing?" There, you know. It, it's it's <laughs> so. I mean, you, you just got to see it. But it's almost like Quentin Tarantino said, "All right, dude, you got to play John Wayne as this well, character." Didn't he and do Sean, a John? A he did a, he, he, well, he did a whole John Wayne impression <laughs> in Death Proof. There was a scene where Kurt Russell. Does a John Wayne impression that's like dead on in that movie? I mean, it, I mean, if, even the lines from John Wayne is in this movie. I wanted I to ask Sean, did what? you notice the the character that plays the sheriff or soon to be sheriff? Do you know was where it he's Bruce from? Campbell? Was it Bruce Campbell? No, no. Who, wh- where was he from? I couldn't. I couldn't put. He my is on it. Uh, a character from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, hmm. and he's the one that plays the drag queen. Oh, that's yes, cool. that is him. That's I'm like I know from. that smile. I picked him out by his smile. <laughs> is he in drag like, in this movie? No, but no. his smile. I'm like that smile. That there's just something special. I've seen that smile somewhere, and that's where. It, and then it just clicked all of a sudden. I have these little aha movie moments during movies mm-hmm. when I finally place like an actor where they're from. Like, I forget my surroundings, uh-huh. and I'm just like, oh, uh-huh. I know where they're from! <laughs> and I get shushed a lot. <laughs> well, I, I just want to say about Tarantino, like, I generally like Tarantino. I love the Kill Bill movies, are my favorite he mm. did. Uh, I but, loved Hateful Eight, man. Loved well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely see it. I think it might, that might be, like, the only Tarantino movie. I don't really have planned to see it in the theater, but I know I saw his others. But, like, I, for instance, examples of, th- uh, of like, a Tarantino scene that I thought was i loved and i don't, didn't like the whole sequence in, in Django and chain might be my favorite tarantino thing ever was the just the dinner scene the slow build yes. up of that dinner scene all the way through to christoph waltz shooting leonardo dicaprio absolutely that yep. whole sequence just goes on and it's riveting but then a scene i don't like death proof when the second group of girls shows up and they sit in that that restaurant in like one take for 30 straight minutes yeah. Having a conversation about nothing. Well, he's trying to recreate the whole uh, Reservoir Dogs thing about tipping a little bit. Yeah, but I just I remember it is, yeah. that I just because you you, you kind of had the first half of that movie you had to sort of watch a group of girls get to know them, and they kill them, then like here's a whole new group. Now here's thirty minutes of getting to know them. It's like God. <laughs> the, the, the thing, <laughs> One thing the, the, about this movie, as Quentin does well, it didn't matter if you were male or female, you were evenly gonna get. Just yeah. beat down. So just there was no remorse. There was no, 
oh, you know, this is a woman. Maybe we should treat her better. This, it was not like that. It was just pure fashion. Quentin it's Tarantino. It's like you take eight mats and put them in a room. Up. Okay, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> and they all get beaten up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they all get beaten up. But, but, but it's a good movie, but it, it's one of those movies to where it, it's, it's almost got a Disney feel to it. You know, so if you like the old, yeah. do you like the old Disney movies like, quack, 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 quack. like, I mean, if you like the old Disney movies like Apple Dumpling Gang uh, and, and movies like that, Old Yeller. I mean, it's got, it, it drew me in like, like a Disney movie. I mean, it's not a Disney movie. It's nowhere near it, but it has that aspect feel to it. You know, they're not in Wyoming, they're in this cottage, it's a blizzard, and, and the, you know, it's, I, I don't know the dialogue between them, dude. I absolutely loved it because you know everybody hated each other in this movie, but everybody needed each other equally. Oh, yeah, you know, hated people. Well, mm. there's there's just eight hateful people in a room. <laughs> they're not. There's not eight hate hateful people. There's some ha- eightful people. Haven't you seen the poster? <laughs> it's like <laughs> what about Samuel L. Jackson's character? Was he like? Let's get these motherfucking um, hateful people out of this motherfucking cabin. Yeah, yeah, pretty again, much. Yeah, pretty much. Again, he's again. Uh, Samuel Jackson stole Django. The scene in Django Unchained, and all he did was stand there and smile. Yeah, <laughs> that smile he had is over Leonardo DiCaprio's shoulder. Oh man! And you know what? <laughs> you know what's crazy about Django Unchained? If you if you watch that sequence, DiCaprio had every right to be furious about. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like he's the villain. Yeah. But they they were in. He had invited them to his house and been very hospitable, and they were conning him. And they Dude, were kind he's of a slave yeah. owner. <laughs> but they were conning him, and it was unnecessary. They were unnecessarily conning, conning him in his own house. But he's a slave owner. I don't, I don't care. But I thought there was always that, that, that thing. If you were invited to somebody's house, you have to be respectful. Even if they're a goddamn <laughs> slave owner? Maybe. And, I, and, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and I've had a conversation with Derek or Gage. Maybe. I've had a conversation yeah. with Derek <laughs> Gage about this, who is, in fact, an African-American man. You might, I don't well, know if you knew that. Okay. No, the whole not, plot, the you. whole way they schemed DiCaprio didn't make any sense. It just seemed, why is there this long-winded, ridiculous scheme to get, to, to con DiCaprio? It just seemed like, this, why can't you just go to him and say, hey, we want to buy this slave, here's $10,000. Yeah, you know, it's true. funny you, you mentioned Derek, because I, I wanted to ask him, how does he feel about this this word being just casually thrown around in this in the story? I mean, I don't know. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. It throws I, it, it around so much. In Django Unchained, you know me, I'm the whitest guy in the world. I was watching Django. I remember in the theater, I, even I was like, dude, this is, this is batshit insane how many times they're saying that word. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but it's the slave well, time. Old it is the, it, yeah, it is the Old West slave time, so I don't know what you expect. Well, well this is set then, too, during the Abe Lincoln uh, the Civil War and stuff mm-hmm. up in Wyoming. So if you haven't watched it, I suggest I, you watch it. It's really good. Yeah, and I suggest you watch it in a theater, Norma. You're missing in out. Seventy millimeters. Who said I didn't. The, the seventy yeah, millimeter really is good. She sent a she sent a selfie of her in that uh, theater. Which one was I that, did. Norma? The one near your house, right? Yes, that's yeah. the one. I'm watching yeah. on the phone <laughs> <laughs> with no <laughs> toilet paper in it. Yeah, she, so how about she was that? stuck there for three hours. <laughs> How about that Star Wars guys? Can you believe what you could? Can you believe that scene when so and so happened? Matt still yes. hasn't seen it yet. Han Solo kills Luke Skywalker. Great. I still man. think I, I still think I'm entitled to spoiler free. It's only been two weeks. If it's been a month, you know, but, and I agree with that. That's why I'm not spoiling anything. 
because I still think that you have time to watch this before it's official to be spoiled. It's been out two weeks, and on Wednesday, it officially becomes the highest grossing film in North American history. Two and a half freaking weeks. That's crazy. Matt, dude, you know, I want to see it. It's going to pass Avatar. I went to see it a week ago. Yeah, it's it's almost getting to Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know, I, I saw it. Uh, it was a week ago, Matt, and I thought I thought that Nerdist had spoiled it for me. I thought that I thought I, I'd seen a lot of spoilers, but still, to yet I've I've seen zero spoilers on, on Facebook. Well, so I'll tell you this yeah. much, and don't say yes yes or no. But already on the internet, people are showing Kylo Ren without his mask, uh, making certain references to who he idolizes. So I'm pretty sure I've. Put a lot of things together, unfortunately, about Kylo Ren. So, well, it shows him in the well, in the previous talking the Vader's movie. helmet. Yeah, it's, it's obvious saying, in the trailer. Finish what, he idolized. Finish what you have started. I know he idolized, but he calls him a certain uh, certain title that Mama? as to how he relates to Darth. Well, Vader. just say, just just say what it is, and everybody you know, earmuffs if you haven't seen the movie, and, and we will neither confirm nor deny. Okay, earmuffs is. I saw a meme that's gone on a, a few times that says this is what happened if Kylo Ren idolized his grandmother instead of his grandfather. Father, father. Matt is so crazy, guys. No, Matt, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> Han, Han, Han Solo kills Luke Skywalker, and, and the reason Luke was not in any of the trailers, Matt, is because it's the first scene. Like it, it, it literally scrolls down from space, and Han Solo just unloads his rifle right into Luke's chest. You know, that's, that's, what? That's you why, that's my sister? It's all true, that's, man. It's all that's why true. Luke wasn't in, Tarantino that's why Luke style, was, too. That's why Luke wasn't in the trailers, because he's gunned down by Han Solo immediately in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, then Han and Lando go and uh, they bury his corpse in the in the in the in the Junlin wastes of Tatooine. <laughs> Did I just say Junlin wastes of Tatooine? <laughs> yeah, that's nerdy uh-huh. as shit. Jedi says <laughs> You really should have seen the movie by now if you don't want it spoiled. I don't think so. I think for something as, as Star Wars-ish, I mean, I, I reality is I probably will get it spoiled. But I think two weeks over the holidays is still, I, I think it's reasonable that I haven't seen it. It's not like I, we're I agree with summer. that. You need to see it. You need to see it pretty soon because in a couple of months we have another Star Wars movie coming out. God damn it. There's, yeah, Rope, yeah I, I, tweet, I tweeted <laughs> that. Behind. It's like... I remember last year we're like, "Hey guys, a new Star Wars movie comes out this year." Where well, we get to say that every year for the rest of our lives. Isn't that exciting? I can't wait till the countdowns yeah, and the Facebook profiles and the quizzes. Yeah, this year podcasting mics. You go get a Star Wars <sighs> podcasting mic, Matt. No, I mean, I do... <laughs> we got to do a spinoff Star Star Wars something something cast. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure no one's thought of that. <laughs> We talk about star. We talk about all Star Wars and Star Wars related <laughs> things. And I actually saw an article. It said there was an article like in Entertainment Weekly or something that literally said, "Survey finds most anticipated movie of 2016: Star Wars Rogue One." It's like here we go again, bitches. Oh my god! <laughs> Little do they know that it's a prequel to Episode Four. But what makes that cool, Tyra Claw, is Darth Vader is alive. He can be in it. Uh, yeah. They don't have Darth Vader in that movie. They're they're well, I do know that but who's going to um, play Star Darth Wars Vader? Is it going to be Hayden Christensen in the suit? On DVD, Normie was talking about Tiger Claw. So if you can wait till April fifth, it comes out April fifth. 
on DVD, Blu-ray, Blu-ray, whatever, Blu-ray, and all that fun stuff. Oh, the Force Awakens does. I hope yes. they release it with all the deleted scenes, though. So you know, I I already told the family because my birthday is the fourth of April, and I'm like, you know, I can wait an extra day for my birthday gift. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I've read that some of the deleted scenes are, and you do feel like some of that stuff should have been left in. I've read like they filmed this and cut it out, and you're like, well, that kind of that kind of embell or uh, elaborated on things. They should have left that in. You know, I went on Uncanny Extras with Gabe and crew. Uh, Me and Norma both did for a spoiler (laughs) episode, so check that out with with, uh, all spoilers. We we dissect the whole movie, but uh, Uncanny Extras, check that out. And also, I was on. uh, on uh, Horribly Awkward uh, this week with uh, Sean Iams Fuller. So Iams is in chat. I want to thank Iams for having me on. And uh seems like a good response from that. It was a fun time. All you guys have been on there before. So I, all four of us have been on mm-hmm. Horribly Awkward now. I was on twice, like really close, because I went on. Mm-hmm. He, did a, he did a Star Wars spoiler uh, thing, and I was on there. And I actually saw The Force Awakens for the second time that day, and he saw it for the first. And I came home, and we immediately talked about it. Um. And he and and I think that was the first Star Wars movie or second one Imes had seen is the Force Awakens. So it was. Well, 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 well let me ask he you, was working you, you've seen it a lot. We talked about it on on the Uncanny X Bros. Was that a thumbs up or a flip off? I say flip off, like he was flipping his middle finger. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a that was everybody. That, like like he was like fuck world. you. You know what? That that was a thumb, thumbs up. Was, Norma said no, thumbs up. Okay, I'm I, trying to. I'm trying to. You know what? You know middle, what? I'm trying to think middle of finger. Thing. I don't want to spoil it. Not that not that's a spoiler, but yeah, that can be interpreted either way. I think it was a thumb. I think it was a middle finger, like a fuck Matt. You'll you. see. You'll understand when you see it. Because of the jacket. Because well, sorry, jacket. what are you saying is um, a thing of a genie? Oh, yeah, thumb, this is something in the movie. BBA okay. finger so, somebody. Just remember, thumbs up, thumbs down, or not the middle finger. Middle finger. <laughs> I say middle finger. What do, you, what do you think, Ted? Matt, there's a scene. There's a scene in the movie where Kylo Ren is battling uh, Darth Maul's resurrected corpse in a in the arena, <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix. He Darth Kylo Ren defeats him, and Joaquin Phoenix comes out and does thumbs up or thumbs down, and then Kylo Ren <laughs> slays him dead. It's awesome. Oh, that's a cool cameo. I like how they're combining franchises. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Okay, it's a good. It's a good nod to Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, hey, let's talk about uh, Ash vs. Uh, Evil Dead. <laughs> wait, before we talk Ash vs. Evil Dead, I've got something I want to talk about that I saw on Facebook the other day. And it's, uh, you know, recently we had Lou Temple here on the show, which was from Lou from, uh, uh, Lou, Lou Temple was uh, Axel from The Walking Dead, which you hear on our intro. And uh, he's been on here a couple times, but he came on recently because he's on in Rob Zombie's new film, 31, which kind of got pushed back. And I shared a post the other day on Facebook, and I think we all saw it. And I, I think I shared it with you. Or you might have been the one to, to sh- uh, shared it, Ted. But, uh, you know, it, it got an NC-17 rating. The movie got mm-hmm. pushed back. They're trying to chop it up to get the R rating. But there's a lot of scrutiny that people were saying about how Rob Zombie's a wuss and this and that and the other. And I got to say, most theaters will not play an NC-17 movie. So, oh, yeah. Matt, Matt, t- t- to have this release as NC-17 limited release... Should Rob Zombie stay true to the fans and keep it NC seventeen, or, or chop it up, give it an R? So oh, I think the fans should understand. No, I think the fans should be like, Rob's got to make some money off of this, then just wait till the NC seventeen version to come out on DVD. For exactly. true fans, they'll pick it up. Exactly. Let him make some money so he can make more movies. It's stupid. Don't 
Don't hold. Yeah. Don't blame the guy. Yeah. You put you put the R-rated version in the theater, then you put the NC-17 director's cut on Blu-ray three months later. Problem solved. Yeah. So all those fans who stay the fans, they're they're spend another twenty bucks and they get the real version and they can stop their whining. That's stupid. It's the it's yeah, the DVD. Be it's, called, it's the DVD version that lives on forever, not the theatrical version. Yeah. You know that's the one that always like like they added scenes of the Phantom Menace. Unrated version. DVD. They usually call it. Well, when Phantom Menace came to DVD, they added, like, they extended the pod race, and all that shit was not in the theater, but now every time that movie is shown, it's the DVD version, not the theatrical version, because that's uh, the yeah. version that yeah. lives on in distribution at home. <clears throat> but see, you being in a big city, well, like Matt might be able to find it in Toronto, or you in Los Angeles, yeah. but I don't think any theater around here ever releases NC-17 movies. So I, It'd be I would just suicide be suicide for a theater out. to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> You'd never have a theater that would like invest in that. It would be like one showing at midnight on a Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think carting like everybody. Which right. I'm sure whenever 31 <laughs> comes out, yeah, you know, I mean it's something that, that hopefully we can get Lou back on right after the release so we can actually talk about it because you know he just kind of described it to us about how evil it was. But uh, I think yeah. it's something we're gonna see. Uh, you know, day one. Uh, that way we can discuss it on ZombieCast. But you know, I was I was kind of upset that I mean people were really bashing this matter. If you went in the chat and you're like, oh man, he's such a he's a loser, he's a sellout, blah blah blah. But it, it was post after post after post after post uh, of all this name calling to Rob Zombie because uh, he's trying to get that R rating. Well, it's all sixteen year olds then, because anyone who's thinking about the situation knows the business end of it and. Knows that it doesn't mean his movie's going to disappear. It's, anyways, we're just rehashing old points, but the movie's going to live on in Rob Zombie's version. It's just go to the theater, see the cut version, see the other one. It's, that's easy. Yeah, somebody uh, NC 17 because of all the nudity or something. Yeah, but probably. Well, yeah, that's, probably. That's what you guys are worried about is the nudity, not the beheading. It's or, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I bet that movie is. Yeah, honestly, it's, sure. It's true. Violence, Ted. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have rape in it it's gonna have extreme gore it's gonna have people screaming like uh like the scene is is frontal nudity most likely the scene sean doesn't like with bill mosley when he has the gun to the girl's head that the crazy awkward scene and yeah in devil's rejects it's gonna have a whole lot of that that was crazy little scene and lou you know if you look at his picture you know we talked about him he was on the show he was wearing daisy dukes got a chainsaw i mean that's a crazy looking dude but it gives us something to look forward to yeah. Uh, Straight1337 says in chat, sell it to Netflix. You know, it seems like Netflix is just loaded with cash. It might be a good idea. Yeah. You know, I just think they're becoming bigger. A lot of people are really not doing cable now, and they're going to other things like this. So Netflix can afford to do this now and get more people. I'll tell you what, I'm enjoying every moment of this. I'm really, we're big Netflix people. I've been watching just all the best shows now these days, too. Like House of Cards and this Making a Murder thing, which I, I've watched most of oh. it. Is- 10 episodes and everybody's like this is like the greatest thing i've ever seen it's netflix it's a netflix show it is yeah. i'm almost on the last episode if not the last episode what do you is think documentary? <clears throat> i think the guy's innocent yes yeah you just gotta watch it it's a it's a 10 hour documentary about a guy who uh, uh it's, it's it's a lot a lot to take in well, it's a lot First, was talking, he's been talking about and, it it's all over the place. You know, I'll give you a quick synopsis of it. First, he was um, committed or was um, arrested and put in jail for 18 years for a crime that he did not commit. And that was, you know, uh, raping 
uh, was a minister's <laughs> wife or something. He was raped the sheriff's. No, no, I can't remember. Oh, no, I got that wrong. Somebody just no, got no, released it was, in our neighboring town like that. He raped and killed a woman. It was in there like 20 years and just got released free man. Well, he, what happened is, is that, you know, he, it was a small town and I guess he tried running off like a cousin or something off the street and she was mad. Her husband is the sheriff in town or not the sheriff, but definitely works for the police department. But he ran her off the road because she was, she was making up a bunch of lies about him. Yes. So, and you know, he is not the smartest cat out there, but so somehow, you know, this minister woman says that. She was uh, attempted rape, and they finger him, and they pretty much throw him to, in jail, and they were able to prove that, no, it wasn't him. You know, there's this other guy that was, you know, that looked like him, and he's already now in jail for doing that exact thing. So they exonerated him. He was, uh, after 18 years, they found him not guilty. It, it wasn't his crime. He didn't do it. So I think about two years later, there was a murder uh, of a young girl who worked for Auto Trading uh, Magazine, and a like little speck of his DNA was found in her vehicle, but um, he's now in jail for her murder. But he claims that he's innocent, and they believe that the cops planted stuff in there. And the, so re- the go- reason they think the cops framed him, Sean, is because he ca- he got out of jail the first time, and he's like, "Y'all put me in here wrongfully, and I think y'all framed me for it because y'all didn't like what- that I ran your." He ran like the sheriff's sister off the road, so the sheriff framed him for rape. So he he was going to blow the lid off the whole thing and sue him for like millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And he was going to reveal all these details. It was going to bring down like the, the local police force. And then suddenly, right in the middle of his lawsuit, he gets arrested for a murder by the same people he's basically suing. Right. And it's right. like, oh, it's these crazy. fuckers are frame, they're framing me again to get to and shut the me lawyers, up. His lawyers are able to do like during the um you know, during the second trial, you know, of this particular murder to put some like heat on certain people and it's just overlooked. And as you look at the evidence, you're like, wow, you know, that that's incredible. You know, some things that the the victim's brother did was a little shady, something that the police, um, some of the police on the force did was a little shady, but yeah. all of that was overlooked. And at the beginning of the, the, what do you call it? You know, when the juror goes in and then they decide uh, and they talk amongst themselves whether this person's guilty or not. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. They they were all, most of them were like, no, he didn't do it. And then somebody has to leave all of a sudden and then everything changes. All the information changes between them. So, yeah, and, it, and there's, thing, there's things there, Sean, like like he had, a blood, he had a blood sample. They found blood in the girl's car. And he had a blood sample from some other thing that was sealed away in a sealed package that's not supposed to be open. And they find the package has been ripped open and there's clearly a hole in the top where somebody's drawn blood out with a needle. And the people that run the, the place with the blood is like, we didn't do that. Like, well, the, the fucking police did it to, to throw blood. You know, there's a lot of things like that. And there's a thing where they didn't find the murder victim's car until like October 25th. But they have a recording of the cops calling in, like reading Asking the license. They're like straight up reading the license plate off the car to make sure it's hers. Like two days before the car was reported found. It's like, Mm. and you guys clearly found the car two days early and planted it on his property. And now the, (laughs) you know, I think the hardest part about this story is, um, Steven's nephew. He's 16 at the time. His IQ is very low. 
He's, he's dumber than Forrest Gump. He's yeah, like he's I mean, seventy-two, and Forrest Gump is seventy-five. Yeah, he's he's his IQ is really low, and you they show you footage of him being interrogated. There's no lawyer present, and they're pretty much feeding him what he supposedly saw, yeah. and they're like getting a false confession from him. So they're pretty they're pretty much forcing him to say this is what he saw. Yeah. And then at the end, when he's done, he looks at him and he's like, okay, well, are we going to be done soon? Because I have to be a class in like 30 minutes. Like he yeah. has no clue what is going on. So this boy is now in jail, you know, because he supposedly is accomplice to a murder that he never committed. Because like if you look back guys. and you see, I don't know the Memphis guys, but <laughs> it's, it's really that to me, I was like, at that point I was ready to, to like turn off the series like my stomach was turning you could see all the the planting that these people did and pretty much ruined a 16 year old's life you know what I mean and it's sad it's sad that they took advantage of someone who's not smart you know the kid has no idea he's like mom I think they're making me be in jail for something they said I did it and I really didn't well she's like well what did you say and it's like I don't know they just keep telling me to say it you know, it's, mm-hmm. he doesn't know any better. He's 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 uh, he's yeah. impossible. You know, well, and yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of respect That's for maddening. the police. Yeah. Well, there's things too, you know, like like what was, so, I gonna, what was I gonna say? Yeah, he's so kind of like they basically get him to say, "I cut a woman's throat," and then he starts saying, "Like, well, uh, it's like you are you guys gonna keep me because uh, WrestleMania is on tomorrow night, and I was planning to watch it, and the cops are like." Well, you just told us you cut a woman's throat, so I think you're gonna miss WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, that, that's really like, like a yeah. scene in the in there, and and yeah, and like yeah, he doesn't even know. And you're not allowed to interview a 16 year old without their parents, and they they take him out of school without the mom's permission, mm-hmm. and they they start interviewing him, and then he they get him to like fill out a confession, and he fills out just what he saw, and the and the cops say it's not good enough to prove anything, so the guy's basically like. Yeah, this does not help us at all. We need you to write this, and they get him to rewrite it to more fit their narrative, and all this stuff's mm-hmm. on tape. And it's like, what? That's well, there's been, a petition yeah, online. Yeah. Check there? it out. There yeah, is. Yeah, two of them like asking the um, President Obama to um, pardon him. Yeah. So you know, he's, I he's, he's if you look busy, at it, you busy see pardoning a lot of uh, 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 military abandoners. To, uh, <laughs> Still busy setting up his satanic Muslim uh, death camps. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 You know, I put a link in our chat, but you know that, that was like a neighboring town of mine. But it was 19 years in prison, and this guy was a bone near a murder scene where this white lady got raped and murdered. And 19 years he was in prison. But she was and, white. And she was white. She was white, and he was black. Oh, I'm but he was he was just a bone, you know, passed out by a tree. But you know, had nothing to do with anything. Daryl Hunt. Yeah, I'm sure it made national news back then, but uh, 19 years, he was set free a couple years ago. Yeah, I don't... Never had anything to do with it. Nor wasn't there a thing, too, where they they find the girl's keys in in his house, but it's something like they they take him out of his house, and they say, (laughs) we're going to look in your house for eight hours, and they go in his house and search for eight hours. No, not even eight hours. They kicked him out for, like, weeks. They didn't even let him come back in. It's something like like seven groups of people searched his house and didn't find anything. Nothing. And then the last, then the last group that framed him, they're like, "Hey, we found these keys on the floor." And they had a photo. And the first seven groups were like, "Those keys were not there when all seven of us went through." And, we came and then the last group's like, "Hey, we found these keys on the floor. These are hers." It's like, yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then the other crazy thing is they because the family owns a tow like a junkyard, so they have a right. lot of you know crappy cars all over the place. Um. 
And the, you know, they sent people to go look on their property, just I guess on a hunch. But out of the 40 acres, these two women find the vehicle like within 30 minutes on the property. Oh, yeah, shit. They, know, they know exactly where it is. And it's they like, knew, a- like they knew, like they were probably given like a hint. Okay, go look around this area here, you know, and it's, you know, and somebody tampered with messages on the girl's um, voicemail and stuff that were missing. And it's, it's a mess. I mean, you look at this and if anything, at the very least, you look at this and you're like, there is caution or there is room for doubt and we can't send somebody to jail just because we think they did it if there's enough you know reason to be doubtful of the situation of this particular person being guilty then we can't send them to jail for that you know and there was enough of that but nobody for whatever reason however they they just it's, it's in it is maddening you know you just you you know you you're an innocent person you're accused of a crime and you're counting on these people to really weigh out the evidence and look at it and be like give me a fair trial but they didn't because they had already leaked out who he was on the media for years yeah. and then they started putting all what was going on on the news as it was happening so the jurors were not um they were not neutral in the case they have they have that news conference before the trials even happen, and the guys out there saying, and then Mr. Avery ties her to the bed, and his nephew comes in, and they cut her. They're just saying it like like they're reading what ha- happened, and it's mm-hmm. they're not saying right. we like we speculate or this. They're literally reading like this is what went down, and they're having a news conference about it, telling like everyone in town that this is exactly what happened. Now we're going to have the trial. Now that we've told everybody this, I, I suggest everybody sit down and watch this. Yeah, absolutely. It's called Making a Murder on Netflix. It's really, an, it's interesting. There's some moments, like I said, when they were talking to the kid and you could see that they were baiting him and, and trapping him. I had to stop for like 48 hours to watch because it was making me sick to my stomach to see that. And, you know, the better half was like, are you going to continue to watch this? Because at first he's like, what are you watching? This is so dumb. But by the third episode, he was hooked in. And yeah. I said, why are you going to watch it without me? And he's like, well, now my interest is peaked on this thing. They're, well, they're trying to get. So then kid. I sat down and continued to watch. The kid, the kid is like, yeah, he's he's totally like talking to Forrest Gump, and this is literally this is Matt. This is almost how the conversations go. Like, well, why yeah. did you why did you help your uncle kill that girl? I didn't do it. Well, I understand you didn't do it, but why did you do it? Oh so my like, god, that's almost how it goes. He's like, I don't remember ever doing anything like that. Yeah, but have you ever cut anyone's throat? No, but. But you know, I don't know. It's just, and it's like they're yeah, literally. Trying to so get, it's very leading. They're trying to like they're it's, they're trying to trick somebody they know is mentally disabled into slipping up and accidentally saying something. It's like good. Well, Lord. the one guy wouldn't let him go until he wrote down what he wanted him to write down, like this confession. <laughs> and he's like, write exactly what happened that night. He's like, I went to a pool party. You know, I played some video games and I went home. And I went to a They're bonfire like, and went home. Then he's like, yeah. yeah. And he actually says, this does not help us write this instead. It's like. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, that is not true. That is not what happened. He's like, yes, it is. This is so, what I did. Yeah. Like, yeah right, this we- stuff existed. If all this evidence existed, how come it didn't appear in the trial? We're not talking about a trial in the 1960s. You know, that's what I don't understand. And I think they tried to put this in, but the judge kept throwing stuff out. You know, the the judge, I think they had like. 
they put somebody on the stand and the the judge was like, no, you cannot do this. So his lawyers had to come up with a creative way to cast doubt um, through other people without saying it was them. So, you know, they had to be creative on how to do that because the judge pretty much said, no, you're not here to point the finger at anybody else. So it was weird. I mean, it was just dumb, the dumbest things thrown out, you know, and the, the vial, the DNA, there was no DNA in, in that room where they said that the murder took, took place. And, you know, everyone was understanding that they were not bright enough to be able to bleach and clean out every single speck of that, that place. And leave nothing behind. Yeah, but the then you know, cut, the woman was literally cut to pieces. <laughs> like there'd have been something. Well, that's what they said. The only body that they recovered, the only thing they recovered, was a pit in the backyard um, that somebody burnt her remains in. But they, you know, several people, you know, testified saying that these bo- this body was not here. This body was moved to this pit and burned here. Yeah, you, you can't prove innocence. It's hard. It's harder to prove innocence. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah, guilty man's easier to get off than innocent man. You know what I'm saying? And, if, and in America, if you're accused of something, you're you're guilt. Everybody's like, oh, he's he's guilty. That's yeah. It's I think sad. I can and get Drake away says, with murder. I think murders are dumb. Drake says he can't send a person I, to jail so with a doubt. Out there. But I think, and then he wrote, the beyond a reasonable doubt is for when they seek the death penalty. But I think that at any point that if you are doubtful, that's why people have hanged juries. Because they don't know which way it goes. Um, sorry, I'm getting distracted by I'm sorry, I, I think I could chop up Norma, put her in my car. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Turn her into some ham sandwiches. Yeah, have you guys been to West Virginia? There, there's nothing in West Virginia. I have been to West Virginia. Yes, you're right. There's there just, isn't a well, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be spending fields. a whole lot of time in West Virginia. I'm talking <laughs> oh about God. eternity. This is like the um, the STP song. Where he talks or, about you know killing what? her behind the, the boathouse. Right? No, that's a different sink. song. Behind but, the boathouse. That's a different. Who's that? Toady, but um, STP. S- yes, and STP has a song something about like that. It's crazy, but anyways. Being raped. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know how they you know how they get you know how they get you, Sean. They they find uh they find Norma's uh skeleton and they would find the serial number on her robo leg. <laughs> they would. Yeah. And they'd, uh, <laughs> they would. Uh, that's what they, no, I'm. Like, I've watched. I've watched enough morgue and autopsy shows to know that's how they crack the case. They would say. This woman had metal in her leg. We found a serial number, and they would somehow link that serial number to Sean Freeman. Right. And I've it got metal left and right, so you're screwed. They, they know my number. <laughs> but see, I'm from North Carolina. I could, I could come up to New Jersey, dope her up, not even kill her there. <laughs> Pull a Cosby. You're thinking to, about yeah, this. <laughs> we'll go over to Pennsylvania. I don't know. I, I, let me think about it. I'll get it right, Norma. I'll get it right. You'll get it right. Uh, have you better. Sean, before I mean, you do this, you, you get need to it wrong, you fail. You suck. You need, you need to build your uh, your murder and rape pit like in that movie, The Lovely Bones. You need to show you have that ready to go before you. Yes, <laughs> of course, Ted. But, but do you ever think to yourself, you know, I can get away with it? Or, or am I like some crazy dude? I could and I have. <laughs> I, I've had a lot, you know, I've watched a lot of murder mystery games, or mystery games, uh, mystery shows. Like, I used to love Matlock. So I used to think about what would be, like, the perfect murder. I don't know. Is that weird? Maybe I have too much of a vivid no. imagination. So, I mean, I just, 
I would think one of my early memories before I started dating Mike, right. you know, we were just talking, we we're walking down the beach and I looked at him and said, how would you plan, plan your perfect murder? And he looked at me really weird. He's like, you're scaring me right about now. All right. Well, Derek we're at the ocean. If I dumped you about a, a hundred miles out there. That's funny because we were walking right by the beach as we were doing that. So it was, well, he's like, you know, you are creeping me out a little bit. It's hey, funny because an hour north it. of us. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm just saying an hour north of us, there's uh, it's all cottage country and a lot of lakes and rivers and stuff like that. So Toronto's like crime numbers are low only because they like it's, it's for real. They always bring up the bodies to like this campgrounds and they're always like unearthing new bodies and like the in the mires and stuff up there. So everyone's killing in Toronto, but dumping the bodies off in like the forest up here. So, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so well, I've got actually good. I'll go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I've got a good place if you guys need it. If you want to come up, some of the stuff happens. Okay, so my leg serial number is. Everybody, write uh, this down. It'd be it'd be sinking. It would be sunk too deep, Norma. That they wouldn't... won't find it, Norma. They won't need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Norma, uh, Matt, you know, you do know uh, that uh, t- Toronto is the home of one of our greatest masterminds, the Jigsaw Killer. Oh, so, Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like also uh, Romero lives yeah. there too. I've told I've told Matt that that they they never say what city the Saw movies take place in, but there is evidence in the movie that they're in Toronto. Because it, it's like yeah, there's a like a lot of yeah. great Hollywood talent come from Canada, anyways. So. Cool. But Derek H says in chat, think right now. If the cops came to your door and said they found a woman's body in your trunk, could you prove you didn't do it? And that's what I'm saying. You you, you can't prove innocence. You can't be like I didn't. Do it. Yeah. How would you prove? Oh, you have an alibi of where you were. Absolutely, was, and there was, was in my house. On this particular, there was like oh. no DNA under her fingernails. Well, I mean, they couldn't even find her fingernails. They all they found was like part of her, her jaw and her head. Is that what it was? Everything else supposedly was burned away. But you know, it's just it's it's crazy, you know. And somebody could have a sample of your blood somewhere and put it some, you know, put it there and said, "Oh, you were here." To get your saliva or something, you know. It. Your hair James falls out. sound innocent, Sean. I know. That's what I'm saying. He found a way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading uh, back to Star Wars for a second. I, you know, you know, it's I think it's kind of interesting. This isn't a spoiler. Is you know, the, the, have you heard of the character uh, Tiger Claw? Probably his name is like T eight R eight or something like that. The the stormtrooper that's like become like the most beloved character in the Force Awakens. Okay. You guys, you know who that are you is? talking about yeah, uh, the silver Captain silver Phasma stormtrooper. No, Phasma. not Cap- Captain Phasma was the biggest disappointment in the movie. Everybody, this character that's taken off, this literally become the new Boba Fett, and he's on screen for like fucking fifteen seconds. He's the he's the badass stormtrooper that jumps out. And he's like traitor, and he pulls out that thing and starts. Oh, you're talking about the the one with the like, the electric baton. Yeah, the one in the commercial that Finn is fighting. Is, it's, just like, it's amazing how yeah. many articles or how yeah, beloved that guy has already become. And I even saw a painting <laughs> earlier. Somebody did. He's like floating like Jesus and all the you other stormtroopers are worshipping him. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, dude. T- T8R8 or something? Yeah. That guy's going to get his own spinoff movie. So I was looking up a little stuff for Walking Dead because Walking Dead kind of starts uh, actually not kind of it really starts on Valentine's Day this year I'm a little excited about that can't stop calling my bed so I found this video I don't know if you guys can hear it it's um or if you even want me to play it it's a little under three minutes and it's um different 
actors on the show and they're either giving you it's kind of two lies and a truth or they could be completely lying about what's going to happen and okay. i don't know if you want me to play it so you can hear it let's do it up okay tell yeah. me if you can hear it or not i'm gonna put the mic over there and then i, I got something i want to say about it shouldn't you be planning your normal murder sean yeah. Oh no. <laughs> You're making making some sketches and storyboards about what's gonna go down. I can weld. I know how to I know how to get it by the leg. You know how to file a serial number off the leg? Yes. <laughs> and Canadians. <laughs> bury them in the snow far north. Oh man, we live in the snow. So what is Norma playing at? I don't hear nothing. Like Tauntauns. I hear. I understand at Walker StarkerCon, Sean actually collected a couple of Maddo's hairs from uh, his comb, and he's going to plant those on Norma's corpse. It's they were really curly weird. Hairs. I didn't know what that was all about. When he dumps yeah. the when he, when he when he dumps the body up in Toronto, that was from our group shower. I remember that. Yeah, dude, it yeah. was all fuzzy hair, man. I didn't know she had fuzzy yeah. hair on her head. <laughs> Must be Dini. from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Is Norma supposed to be playing something? I don't know. It was a special kind of... Oh, uh, I guess she's been abducted by Sean's henchman. Norma, God, give uh, Tiger the Are name of the uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, give... <laughs> I guess mute doesn't help when I press mute, right? Is it on YouTube, Norma? Because could Tiger just play it uh, nope. over? I can give you a thing here. Uh, let me see if TC if can If you have a link, it post it in the yep, Skype I'm chat. I'm trying. Come on, you... Hey, Tiger, I want to say something about The Walking Dead. You should cross-play as a stormtrooper called TC... P8 or something. Oh, wait. Can we all give her predictions for what they're going to say? Here, here's my prediction. This is going to be the darkest season yet. You know, I, I, I see what we're going to do. And I, this, this kind of stuff you haven't seen on TV before. You know, I read it's the scripts. Uh, it's a roller coaster yeah. ride. I can't believe we're going to get away with this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the latest, um, or at least one of the, the new, what do you call it, trailers that they have out there? I believe, yeah. and I'm going to give a prediction. There's that one shot of, uh, I mean, I, I think it'd be giving too much away. There's a shot of Maggie, like, yes. looking through a little hole going, Glenn! Yes. I think that's the scene. That's I little... think that's the scene, too. Yeah. But you know what? It looks like she's, she's peeking through, like, a little missing board into a room or something. Well, this yeah. happens in the street, though. This, like, this is in full public view because he's making um. Oh, does it? I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't read. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That I totally changes it. my mental yeah. image. Can I say something about the Walking yeah, Dead? Did you get right that quick? TC by the way? Why, 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 yeah, before son. you, before you play it, Tiger, I, w- I got something I want to say. At the link. All right, you guys ready to hear what I got to say about the Walking Dead? Because this think is Sean serious. has something to say. Sean, do you have something to say? I have Tell something us, to Sean. say. Tell Mado. us. I have something to say. <laughs> you know, we, we've you seen. to be like you have something to say. We've seen <laughs> with the Walking Dead. We have seen ups and we have seen downs. We have seen complaints about showrunners, Glenn Mazzara. Darabont was started, then it was Glenn Mazzara, now Scott M. Gimple. And can I just say this? I'm off the Scott M. Gimple train. I'm worried about the second half of this season. You know what? Everybody praises Scott Gimple. He's on The Talking Dead. He's got his beard. He's like, yeah, I'm Scott Gimple. I'm the showrunner. <laughs> I think, what can I say? I like? think he, like he's all, too, you know, I'm Scott Gimple. Yeah, I'm the beard guy. I'm the nerd guy with the beard with the suit and the tie. <laughs> get, get over I'm here, off get the over Gimple train, my yeah. Can I say something? I don't. I think yeah. his stuff is shit compared to Glenn Mazzara's season two, the start of the prison. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I, I think that Scott M. Gimple. I I don't know why people praise him, and I'm being honest. 
I think it's been shit since he took over. I get it. I think last season crazy. was shit. This season was good, but it was shit. And I'm worried no, about the no, second no. half. What? This I don't season, think it was like good. Shit. Yeah. I think did a good it. job, man. And he's never, he, you know, they fired him for what season two and, and the start of the prison did. And oh, I dude, season two. Stuff. Come on. Season two is the best. It's my favorite. Oh, you're like that second half of season two is, is the best. The first the half. for Sophia had, was more angering than making a murder. But, but after Just, watching The Leftovers, one episode of The Leftovers shows you how shitty The Walking Dead is. And I love The well, Walking the Dead, but, but I'm venting about it. But how many points of view can you have on one episode of The Leftovers? How many different angles and, and how much dialogue and, and how far do you make it on like the first, the very first episode of The Leftovers? And The Walking Dead couldn't do that much in a whole half season. Well, The Leftovers, I th- well, first of all, Leftovers is one of my favorite new shows. And I think it was there's good, the right is like far, far and above. Walking Dead, but I mean, Walking Dead has its a lot of its good moments. The second season, though, it got a lot better in the second half, don't you think? Like I'm once sorry. they found uh, Sophia. Spoilers. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's when I got. Oh, yeah. That's when it's right. And it didn't really stop yeah. all the way to season three and four. But I think Scott and Gimple, dude. I'm, I'm not on that. You know, everybody treats him like a rock star. Like, like, oh my God, Scott M. Scott M. Gimple. Oh my God, Scott Gimple! Do you understand what I'm saying, man? Like last season, it it, it was you know it was the whole walking on the railroad tracks for a whole season, and then you know this season was good, but then how many filler? I mean, you can six filler episodes of the eight. I think once Negan enters the the show, I I think I think it's gonna just skyrocket because that's that's the exciting stuff. I I say he's going after this season. I'm sorry. I, I think Scott and Gimple will be gone. How many? That show changes showrunners like every other year. Or every, I mean, it's like the fifth showrunner if they fire him. Well, no, well, no it was Darabont. He left, and then it was Glenn Mazzara. They fired him, and then it was Scott M. Gimple. Next, Sean Freeman. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see the Sean Freeman walk. Yeah, I mean, you? you think back to some of those episodes. That would be kind of fun, don't you? Think? And, and yeah, I saw, I saw where uh, ABC is starting to play The Walking Dead now. Now, if you just pick up a lingered episode from the the season, the first half of season five that we just saw, it'll just make no damn sense at all. If you catch an hour episode, you know, like like today on The Walking Dead at five o'clock, you know, to where they're playing reruns. I, I don't know, man. Oh. I, I'm just not a Scott M. Gimple fan, and I'm worried about Negan. I'm worried about the second half of this season. I hope it's better than last season and then the first half of this season. I, you know what? I, I'm thinking more about the first half of this season. I think they did a good job in balancing this one event. I think I, they did a better job than recently of just, like, tying everything together. So I think they're back on track. I hope they are. Oh, what, Scott? Like, just... Scott, he, he did a whole thing on the cheese guy, guys, and we didn't know about it. Scott is the man. You know, the, the whole, the whole. I mean, we got a whole crazy episode with this cheese guy and a goat. You guys won't believe it. Well, yeah, I wasn't much of a <laughs> We all complained. But we all did. I'm trying to be more positive in 2016. I, I know what so you're saying. Back, I, yeah, yeah. I love the show. Don't get me wrong. And we're, we are already a show critic, but I'm not yeah. on the Gimple train, man. I'm off. I'll hold to, uh, All right, well, I was going to screen share this, but Tiger thinks he has it. What is going on? Why are there naked? <laughs> Shh. 
Matt, don't give everything away. Come on no, now, I'm Matt. screen sharing her uh, thing over Skype. <laughs> How do I unscreen? You want me to play save? some video? Yes, because I don't have to, uh, since you've got it. How the heck do I hide this stupid thing? Fear the Walking Dead Season 2 is going to be great because... You know, oh, fuck off. Nobody, nobody knows up. nothing, man. Nobody knows nothing. There's not, there's not this Negan guy coming that we all know about. Or there's not this. Fear the Walking Dead is going to be good. It's going to be all suspense because so. we don't, I don't know. No. You know, I think because of all the... The, the majority it. of the negativity they've got that they are going to pull this off and they're going to make it better. Yeah. My, think, my son swears it. this is his this is his thing. He, he thinks it. that and I think we may have mentioned this before, but he came out of this on his own. He doesn't even watch the show. He thinks that this is all a dream. Like the way they, they ended is that Rick wakes up from a coma and life is back to normal again. Dude. That show, if if they do like a, a twelve year Walking Dead and turns out to be a dream, that show can suck my balls. <laughs> He's like, I give them my theory, tell them what they think, but I, I I'll clean it up a little bit for. But you. in all <laughs> fairness, Eli Eli Sodoom from Knuckleball Radio hated Fear the Walking Dead with a passion. I mean, he hated it. He hated even saying the name of it. He hated it so bad. But him and his <laughs> wife binge watched it, and he's like, dude, it is freaking fantastic, and he loved it. Second time watching it, second time was with a binge watch. I probably like loved more it. And that's all view. he talks I about. Like, I usually like things more upon second viewing for some reason. You know, I think it's because you're a little more relaxed and you start, you already understand the, the yeah. gist of the idea. So then you start to see more things and oh, well, you things catch, You catch things that. that you miss. You didn't know that was relevant the first viewing. You're like, oh, I, that, that has new exactly. relevance. Yeah. And, the, and you, know, see, you know, The Walking Dead was like that. We all remember... You know, like we've talked about before, you know, we were watching The Walking Dead, but you go to work and talk to people, and they're like, nah, I've never heard of The Walking Dead. And it was until season one done the the marathon right before season two came out of when it really exploded. Yep. I'm I mean, listening. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm listening. I'm like, was that rain or is that wind? It's really windy. We have 10 degrees tonight out here. 10 degrees. It's, it's 20 degrees. here tonight. Yes. It was here on Christmas Eve, and like which I don't like. It was like eighty degrees and pouring oh. down rain, and we went to church. I remember I walked outside. I was like, it "Feels like fucking May." What the shit? It's humid. It's yeah. here, and that's it. We're also stuck on the warm weather. I mean, we've had sixty degree weather to and get now to it's, this. Now it's cold now, but dude, like Christmas here in last Florida, week. we welcome the cold weather. Yeah, no, not me. Hey, Ted. You, mean, Ted, you are literally twenty minutes from Woodbury. And Alexandria, but I'm saying you've been there for weeks, dude. I'm surprised, dude. If I was there, I would at least stroll through there and and, and have me you know go to the Woodbury shop. You know, Great Nick Terry was there the other day. Michael Jagers posted pictures. He was just in there hanging out. Well, that's the right. cash register. Is is the Walking Dead cast currently down there? Yes, they're finishing up. Uh, you know, because Negan just went on set, so they're fi- mm. they're finishing up uh, this season still. I like, I like Sean's like Ted. Ted, you're you're five minutes from the Walking Dead. So like, no, nah, it's more like an hour. But but, in, but your mom loves it, dude. You and your mom would, would love, dude. You know you would love going down there and having a coffee with your mom and going to the Woodbury shop and then that coffee shop we went to and that that lemon meringue pie that we ate. Dude, I'm surprised my you mom taking your mom. My mom there, does Ted. enjoy the Walking Dead. She does. She does enjoy. She it. loves it, man. And you know that you see you see all the gates and, and you see all that stuff there, man. She would love it, dude. Ted, take her tomorrow. Tomorrow, Ted. 
Okay. Matt, all honesty, if you were an hour away from the set from The Walking Dead for a couple weeks out of the year, would, would you make a trip over there just to see? I don't want to throw Ted under the bus, but absolutely, man. <laughs> Me just, too, man. Be all over that. <laughs> a couple times. I'd be up in Downwoodbury. I'd be wearing Walking Dead t-shirt. I'd be saying I was part of Zombie Cast and trying to get on the set, man. Yeah. Hmm. Dad, do it. You had, it. Well, you, uh, you had my attention. Now You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. You've peaked it. Combat <laughs> kids, man. You could show Nick Terra that. There you yeah. go. You go, you go, yeah, I'll, maybe I'll go on the set and Norman Reedus walk by and be like, hey, man, I fucking love that combat kid. Michael Jagers did tell <laughs> me uh, from The Walking Dead, I, talk, I still talk to him all the time, he said they do not film on Saturdays and Sundays, so it's Monday through Friday shooting. So, like, if you went, like, on a Tuesday, like tomorrow, Ted, dude, there's not going to be a bunch of people lingering around. So, if there are some movie stars around, you have a better chance of, you know. That's my thing. Maybe meeting somebody. Take your Let's mom, Ted. Around. Take I think pictures. If we could, I think if we could just talk to Jagers and say, hey, if Ted were to drive here, could you... Uh, yeah, something? yeah. get yeah. the hookups beforehand so it's not a wasted trip. I well, like that well, they were, well, Michael Jagers does the, the Walking Dead tour through Atlanta movie tours. And, you know, they were going to throw me and Matt on the bus for free and not pay for it at all. And you go to Herschel's house. I mean, you go everywhere to all the settings. It's like a two-hour tour on a bus. So if I line you up with that, Ted, will you take your mom? Tour. If you if you line me up with the Walking Dead, something something, yeah, I'll go. Absolutely. Well, you okay? You I'm go. lining you up with the sets of Alexandria and Woodbury. So go. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate. Right, let's, let's play this video that we got. Yeah, let's, let's do this video. video. Let's listen. I appreciate you lining it up, Sean. I love you, man. We're gonna find out what caused the apocalypse. Um. We are going to be crying some serious tears. True. No. And I think so. uh, it is going to be the most epic season ever. Uh, Spencer <laughs> is going to do some very questionable things and some very great things. The show is better than ever. Spencer's going to become the new Andrew Lincoln. Not no. everybody makes it out. Um, there is a musical number. True. <laughs> and uh, zombies are now vampires. Carol changes clothes. Paul. <laughs> Carol makes uh, a meatloaf. True. True. And Daryl takes a shower. Paul. Olivia Paul. will find out where her chocolate is. She will get a boar leg. She will get a boyfriend. Everyone dies. Yeah, I was going to say something. Who the fuck I is become part of the Blue Man group. We we do it we do a cookie bake off with Carol. It's great. Um, there could be a relationship brewing. There is more death in store. Smiles can happen again. Eugene gets his first human kill. Someone in Rick's group dies. There's a lot of cookies to be eaten. Zombies <laughs> will die. Kill himself. People will run. People will embrace. So boring. I lose my hand this season. There are more zombies than we've ever had. I'm just, they're all lies. Um, no, they're truth. Oh, they're lies. And we will meet Negan. We will see... Another angle of the same time frame as the first episode. We will uh, see somebody die. 
and we will see somebody die. There is a culling of the cast. This is Morgan. The main cast, and uh, he's almost half of the people too? die. Yeah. yeah. And um, Morgan uh, cooks, and um, and there are three. Three, four, four full frontal nudity scenes. Yeah, but it's um, true. It all a dream. Walls come down. A lot of pasta is eaten. It goes from the future to the past. Everyone dies. There we are. Hi, guys. So I pause it. Is it we're good? Skype dropped for a second. Went silent for a second. Yeah. Um, so but we're back. based on that, I think a- what's going to happen is um, that we're going to see Megan's point of view, like them watching Alexander go through the whole uh, shebang. Like they're going to be like, ah, oh, watch these pansies do this, blah, blah, blah. But he's going to be like off in his factory just like spying on them. I think that's how they're going to go back to the, the past because a couple people said that. They did. So if- they did. Cool. Good talk. So, after- <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say, you know, the whole, uh, uh, you know, the walls come down, and we eat a lot of the lasagna. I think, I think there's gonna be they a lot all, of death. The walls come down. Somebody dies too. So, yeah. I mean, Rick's think- crew, though. I think that's that's that's. There's true. more spoilers and- there than what we think. I, I bet. And Rick brought up his hand, but I think that proves that his hand he doesn't lose his hand because he wouldn't have given that away. That's true. I, he knows that. Th- I think he knows that that's in the comic, and he's like. Rick loses his hand. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> Your leg is caught, Norma. What? Mechanical hand, right? No full frontal nudity in this episode, in this series, too. Does Morgan Rick sounds a like mechanical she... hand, like uh, like Ash. Yeah, Morgan sounds yeah. like he should be in Downton Abbey instead. Yeah, of- oh my gosh, I'm loving that show. By the way, I'm hooked now. <laughs> nah. So Ash versus Evil Morgan, Dead. Morgan grows a pair of balls this season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll kill anybody this season, but um, oh, we'll think about it. And Carol, and her changing clothes—that might be possible, you know. And Daryl taking a shower. I think. Well, you know, you know, why Daryl changes clothes. They—it's uh, because they change him into the suit they bury him in. Yeah. Oh. High five. Slap. That's you know. I think it'd be crazy if they Maggie's took another character and they out. do the the Glenn scene from the the comic strip with another big character. Yeah. I wonder if that would fly. Are you going to see? The I think Maggie if they do to Daryl, what I think everybody's expecting, Glenn. So when mm-hmm. it happens, you're going to be like, "Well, there it is." But if they flipped it around, and like if they're going, if they do something where you have like Glenn is down on the ground and, and Negan's walking around, and you're saying, "Here it is," and suddenly he just turns and bashes Daryl over the head instead. That would be crazy. Oh, and, and I mean, unexpected yeah. and awesome. Yeah, that would be kind of a brilliant like. But you can imagine the outrage that, like, they didn't just kill Daryl. They splattered his face. That would be a brilliant move, though. They should really do that. They Dude, should. It, it, would, it would do history like JR on uh, Dallas. It really I mean, would. Because it's, it's, like, it's not like it's a thing where, like, you know, Bob was killed, but he was still, like, Bob. And it's, he was all kind of, you know, you still got to look at him even though he was dead and they buried him. Like, they literally, like, this, they, his head comes apart. Have you so seen the like, comic? 
Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen those panels. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like I, that was one of the first times I was disturbed by a, a comic book panel, just the way they it's did like that. Like eyeballs are strewn out all over the place, and but yeah, it's so disgusting. I mean, it looked I like got a few of those the, here. Do you see Toxic Avenger when they run over that kid's head? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it looks like. <laughs> I need to get that guy on here. I'm good friends with the special effects guy from Toxic, toxic uh, Avenger. Avenger. Yeah, he also did Redneck Zombies. <laughs> oh, oh really? One, one... I thought you I thought you actually wanted to get the Toxic Avenger on the show. Oh my god. No, I, it, it was the special effects guy. It's uh, a guy that I met years ago uh through Knuckleball Cast, the first show that I did, but he did the first Nine Inch Nails video uh Happiness of Slavery which was banned from MTV. And then he did Toxic Avenger and also Redneck Zombies. Redneck Zombies is brilliant. I love it. The first, dude, the first Toxic Avenger is an incredible Mullet. is an incredible movie, I think. Yeah. That movie's awesome. So what about the rat tails? Speaking of mullets, they did away with the rat tails. That was one good thing on Star Wars. <laughs> I talked about this with Gabe and the ex- Uncanny X Pros. If everybody would have had mullets, would that be hip? Well that, yeah, mullets are both Obi Wan Kenobi had a mullet in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Obi-Wan's ghost had a mullet in this new movie when that scene when he showed up. Pour some sugar on me. Pour some sugar I blame Britain for that. <laughs> Came from Def yeah, you know, You know what was a good scene is uh, when Princess Leia had that sex change and became a man. Yes. That was that's, my that, favorite too. That's what actually broke up Han and Leia. Is they, uh... Lord Leia. <laughs> Lord Leia. You guys are jerks. So, yeah. so guys, let's <laughs> talk about uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Which yeah. is something we were waiting for. I have not seen it all yet, but uh, we're, this is going to be spoiler. Spoiler. I won't spoil Heaven. the finale just because. Yeah, know, don't, don't spoil the finale. Just... I haven't. I need to catch up. I've been really behind. You would think that they're like, like, coming off. I don't think catch there's much up. you can really go like, man, you ruined Ash Evil Dead, but it's still. Yeah, What's I mean, the hot it's still, girls it's on still fairly the new. It just the Leftovers has like, got the hot chick on it, and Ash vs. Evil Dead has an equally hot chick on it. Yeah, duh. what's her name? The main girl? Yeah, she's cute as hell. Well, let's find out their names so we're not going uh, Hot Girl and Pedro. Yeah, there's, 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 uh, well, there's oh, Ash. Pedro? Yeah. There's Ash. There's, uh, it's Pablo. Pablo, that's right. And then but there is, there is a joke that I I don't think this is a spoiler. Can I tell you one little joke that's made in the last episode that's not, that has nothing to do with the plot? Sure. Yeah. That's funny. There is a scene where Ash is looking for Pablo, mm-hmm. and he's walking around with his shotgun, and he's like, Pedro! I, oh, oh, wait, <laughs> I mean Pablo. <laughs> I wonder if that was like actually uh, yeah. an actual error that they. Okay, so Rube, no, Ruby is uh, Lucy Lawless. Uh, Kelly, Kelly is the hot, the, the cod girl, and then the the cop. Oh, I don't even know what her name is. So for people who haven't seen this, so the setup is fantastic. So Bruce Campbell is basically it's like it's real time Bruce Campbell. So he's in his fifties, I think, right? Like he's, yeah, it's, it's like what they did with Han Solo. Seems like it, right? So he's he kind of older. He's uh, a little padding around the belly. He's still working at like kind of just like a back alley kind of like discount store. Uh, and then he gets high and reads from the Necronomicon and <laughs> everything turns to shit again. Yeah. So he sets out with his uh, co-workers, Pablo and Kelly, to, uh, you know, kill some deadites. And can we just do a comparison between deadites and zombies? Because I love deadites. I love the concept of just like someone when someone dies, they don't just become a zombie. They become like just pure evil. Like a possessed, and I like I like every one of them. Clearly, has a really badly dubbed voice. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and that's because that's how the old movies were, and that's how the show yeah. is. They turn them like, "I'll swallow your soul," and it doesn't even really match yeah. the mouth when they say it. It's so so awesome. 
And it's all practical effects, too. I mean, they're wearing masks. Uh, like, most of the stuff is practical effects. There's some demons that are CGI, which are, which are awesome in their own right. But Yeah, there's the one weird Silent Hill demon that in the bookstore. Yeah, that's right. He turns out to be a pretty important um, team. I, I, I want to say that, I yeah, I thought I, – I saw Army of Darkness last night, and you, you actually gain an even bigger appreciation for the show because it really is like, wow, that you they really did pick up right where they left Hatch at the end of Army of Darkness. Because last <laughs> time you see him, he's he's just working in like a shitty retail store, and this show yeah. starts – he's still in a shitty retail store 30 years later. Yeah. Um, uh, they they couldn't use the same name because they it's some like Sam Raimi doesn't actually own the rights to the third movie, so they had to change the name from S Smart to Value Stop. So oh, they just that's yeah, what that's what, okay. that's what Sam Raimi said. Polly got bought by another company or something. Yeah, well, they, Sam Raimi. They asked Sam Raimi, "Well, was it just safe to assume that Ash just maybe got fired from S Smart and went?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's you can just assume that's what happened." But um, yeah, yeah, but it, it's funny that you're like, "How do the demons come back?" And like you said. It's you thought that you think it's gonna be something clever, and it's no. It's literally Ash is stoned and he's trying to bang some <laughs> some whore, and the girl's just like, it girl's like, read me poetry, Ash. She's like, I got some poetry for you, toots. And he just picked up the book like laughing while smoking, like read this shit. Yeah, and Domino's Dactos. Yeah, uh, uh, Don't you read that, Matt? That's right. You never know what you might unleash. <laughs> I haven't smoked in a while, actually. Um, <laughs> And that's he at least is the demon just because he's stoned and like not in this read he's reading the book as like a goof like look at this stupid book. That's just, that's the tone of the whole show though. It's just it's goofy, but it's really good goofy. It's just fun. It's so much fun yes. this show. Well, you know, um, Crave Online just today Bruce Campbell tweeted it. Crave Online did their top ten best comedy shows of the year, and Ace Ace <laughs> Ashford's Evil Dead was the number one best comedy show of 2015. Mm. I genuinely laughed in that show, though. That's the thing. Like, there's a lot of times where I'm just, I was smiling through all, all episodes, but I sometimes I have. Well, there are moments that you're laughing, but other moments I was like freaking out what's going to happen next. I'm like, I'm a little scared right now. Oh, the gore is off the rails in this thing. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, where was I, where was I going to go? I, I think what is cool about it, too, I, I mean, I think my favorite episode of all of them, though, or might be my favorite scene. It's yeah. actually the second episode when they go to Kelly's house. Yeah. Just just that awkward dinner scene <laughs> where Kelly Kelly's mom has been missing and they think she's assumed dead and then she shows back up. So they go to her house and there's just the most awkward dinner scene where Ash comes in with his shotgun and chainsaw and it sits at their nice dinner table. <laughs> right. And right. she's like, Well, this is my friend Pablo and this is Ash who I never thought would be in my house and <laughs> And he, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's so funny. And Lucy Lawless is in this too. And you get to see uh, Lucy Boob, by the way. Lucy where? But, oh, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Where she rises, uh, well, I won't, that's a spoiler. But uh, yeah, you get to see some Lucy nipple, which is, you know, mm. cherry on top of the old. Groovy. groovy. <laughs> and when he says groovy too, I thought it would be cheesy because it was going to come at some point. But when he says it, you're, it just, you felt a tingle. Because they did that's it so what, well. That's how the first episode ends. He 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 gets yeah. he picks the chainsaw back up and he's like, "How's it feel to be back, Groovy?" And you're just like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's awesome, yeah." Um, but, uh, what was I gonna say about the uh, uh shit? Oh, oh, Lucy Lawless actually plays. If you've seen Evil Dead Two, and set up who her character is, you remember if if you haven't seen it in a while, Ash was at that cabin and right. the fan the family of the man who owned the cabin and was doing all the research showed up. And they, they assumed Ash had killed their father. And then Ash ended up, the whole family, every one of the family's dead by the end of the movie. And Ash, you know, gets blown back in time. 
Lucy mm-hmm. Lawless plays like the sister of the sister and daughter of that same family. So like she blames Ash for her whole family getting killed in the second movie. That's who she's she is. in the movie too. Well, no, her character was not. She wasn't actually there because her her mom and dad are both killed at the cabin before oh, Ash okay. shows up. And right, the mom's right. buried in the basement because her corpse comes out of the ground in the second movie. And then the go and the ghost of the father shows up in the second movie. And then the the son and daughter of that couple comes to the cabin and they think Ash has murdered their parents. And then they kind of realize the truth and they both get killed as well. So gotcha. Lucy Lawless is supposed to be the third sibling who wasn't in the second movie. It was somewhere else. Okay, but uh, I want to discuss the the second last episode, but maybe that'd be too spoiler. There's, but, yeah, there's a little. Well, you can discuss it. Who cares? Well, okay, big spoiler for the second. But she says, I, I don't know. I don't want to ruin it too much. She says she wrote the book. Yeah. So, but it's but does that mean she's still? They never say that she's not related because he was doing all that research. We're putting a lot of depth to the Evil Dead, by the way. She, he was doing, <laughs> he was doing all that research on the book, and his daughter had been overseas, and she had found all these missing pages. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, is she a demon who's like thousands of years old and was lying about who she is, or I don't know. I think they demon don't... lying, but I don't know. But you've seen the final episode, so does that ever get figured out who she is, or are you just kind of uh, they definitely dig it. in more, but they don't, they don't just straight up say. Okay, but I'll say not. To, I'm not going to spoil the second one. Has a. Uh, the ending of the of the final episode really you're like oh dude season season two is gonna be off the rails yeah okay yeah you'll you'll uh, know you'll you'll understand why when you see it it's uh I'm watching it tonight but it's just like the whole show is just and Ted you'd probably know better than me but since you just watched them recently but I felt like they used the same kind of shots the same oh kind they do of, oh, like, yeah, yeah. writing they they the same iconic through the eyes of the demon flying through the woods yeah. That's in all three movies nonstop, and it's in the show nonstop with that same wind sound effect. They do all the crazy quick zooms in on things. Like when, when somebody gets knocked over, they do the, the awkward angle where like the camera follows them all the way to the ground, and it looks sort of the same way Drag Me to Hell was. Same right. kind of dumb Sam Raimi angles are through the entire show. So when you watch this and you see kind of like, oh, that looks kind of cheesy, if you if you watch the movies, <laughs> like, no, that's just an homage to how like the movies were, so it actually works really well. And kind of keep Army of Darkness was one of the cheesiest movies ever made, and that's what's weird about that trilogy. The first movie is one of the most fucked up movies I've ever yeah. seen. It is this gory, like you're exhausted by the time that movie is over. It is like it is a living nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it's disgusting. It's scary. It's I don't think it's intentionally goofy. It's just a fucked up movie. And then some somewhere along the second movie, it starts out with the same tone of the first one. Then by the end, it's like. This just became like a slapstick, goofy ass comedy, right? And then, right. and then the third movie is, is there... just straight up a slapstick, ridiculous like comedy where, like, like uh, uh, skeletons are like doing doing Three Stooges goofs and trying to poke him in the eyes, and it's, yeah, the tonal shift from part part one to part three is really bizarre. It when really you watch is. The, the show, show kind of saying, "Hey, I'll swallow your soul! I'll swallow your soul! I'll swallow your soul!" Like they say that in all of them. I think so. And the show is, I think, I think the show is in line with the second movie where it's got the, it's, because the third movie's not a gory movie. The third one's the one where they tried to like, they tried to like get in theaters and make a marketable film. There's really no gore in the third one because he's killing skeletons. They're not bleeding anywhere. Yeah. But the sec, the show's more in line with the second one where it is just gory as hell, but it's also a comedy. 
It's funny, well, you know, and that's what the second movie was. In the TV series, that scene with the dolls actually reminded me of when he fights Little Ashes. Yeah, that, that was, was in the third movie, so, yeah. The, to- yeah. The, the tone of the TV series, is it, where, where do you compare it to the tone of the TV the series? Which second the or third, like a, like a baby between the second. And, it's, it's very much kind of tongue-in-cheek and goofy, so it's not the first one, that's for sure. Yeah, the first one is not... Any, everybody should watch the first Evil Dead if you want to see an exhaustingly dark, brutal movie that's just... By the <laughs> end, you're just one. like, God, I need to go yeah. take a nap. Yeah. Yeah, the, the first The one. remake captured that, though. The remake was pretty dark and very bloody, too. Yeah. Um, What else was I going to say Um, about Ash? One thing that's disappointing about the third movie, I forgot, he doesn't really use his chainsaw. Like, the, the Ash that you all know and love is really just at the last, like... 15 minutes of the second movie and the first 15 minutes of the third movie. That's true. That, eh? yeah. That's kind of the ash with the, with the chainsaw hand and the shotgun. And then he puts the chainsaw away 15 minutes after he kills, he fights that witch down in that pit. Yeah. And then he never uses the chainsaw again for the whole movie. That's so iconic though. Like that's, that's yeah. him is the chainsaw. He's actually fighting head. with like a sword and a spear. And I thought I was kind of like, I'd forgotten that. Cause he, it's, you see the chainsaw hanging on his horse. He takes it with him places but he yeah. never uses it. Didn't he have a gauntlet in uh, three? Like not a like an actual like hand that he put on. Yeah, instead? and I thought that was weird in the show. Maybe that has to do with the Army of Darkness copyright. But he built like a gaunt- he got a gauntlet and made it into a functioning robot hand. And he had right. it at the end when he's when he's working on the story. He still had it. And then in the new show, he just had the shitty wooden hand. And they basically rebuilt the hand. Pa- yeah. Pablo rebuilds it. So I'm like. I, they could have still had him with the crazy robot hand. I wonder if that was a copyright issue or if they mm. thought it'd be funnier just if maybe somewhere in the 30 years he lost it and he had to get a wooden hand. I don't know. Well, they never mentioned it. Usually if it was something like that, he'd mention losing it or I had one of these before or something. So it was, it was definitely a weird copyright thing, I think. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get why you can't just have him say, I used to have a robot hand. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. copyrighted. You can't have him say that. <laughs> no, I just I, they just do such a good job in the show just – keeping the spirit of the movies and just making a show that's fun to watch. It's yeah. well produced. It's funny. Two hands, two beers. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and he has some weird <laughs> obsession with, he wants to go to Jacksonville, which is just like, I, I, have, <laughs> I have a lot, I have a lot of family lives in Jacksonville. That's like the most basic city in the world. <laughs> and he, it's like just this sort of, it's like a beach city, but no one goes there for the beach. It's just, it's the most basic city you can think of. And yeah. he just has his dream in life is he just wants to go to Jacksonville. <laughs> Well, his dream is just to be mediocre, though. That's what I love about him. He's just, he's so happy. Maybe that's what the Jacksonville thing is. It's just such a, it's like, whose dream is like, someday I'd like to move to Jacksonville. But he's so happy working at the store, living in a trailer, and just being himself, right? And then, uh, oh, it's such a good shot. I'm going to watch the finale. We can take these deadites. We can take them. Who is it? With science. Um, Ari Drake says, I was like eight when I saw Evil Dead. It was the only movie to ever make me puke, he writes on. That, yeah, that movie, scary, I saw that man. when I was a little kid in that movie. And, and I, remember, I saw it at the, uh, I've seen it like, in the theater a couple of times. And that is a movie that, yeah, I mean, it in is. In the basement. The, the, I mean, the second movie's goofy and silly, and that's the kind of the most beloved one. But I like the first one just because, yeah, it's. When, that, when, that, when the credits finally roll, you are absolutely, I, I got to go lie down. Yeah. That movie is just. I, what about the girl with ugh. the pencil? The pencil girl always got me too. That was, was in, laughing. Uh, that was yeah, that was in the first movie. Yeah, the she first stabs one, yeah. The girl, yeah, in the ankle with the pencil. Yeah. And Luke, the dagger, 
the dagger Lucy Lawless uses on the show is is very prominent in the first two movies. That crazy dagger she has, that's in the first. Yeah, so they, with the skull. Yeah, the skull handle. Yeah, yeah, that's the skull in the handle. The, the blood pours out of the mouth in the movie. I like how they incorporated the hand into the TV series, though. Like how that became a big part. Oh of it. yeah, that too. And I, I actually was watching. I, I I said I actually was watching Evil Dead Two, thinking because in my memory, Ash blasted the hand with a shotgun. It blew up, and I was like, "That's a big continuity error." But no, no, the hand gets away. So yeah. the hand coming back in the show is mm-hmm. really, really kind of awesome. Yeah, and it actually has a huge effect on the plot too. So yeah, it's awesome. No. Shop exactly. smart, shop S smart. That's right. Well, it's funny you say that about Esmar. So I wonder, I mean, Sam Raimi's saying that probably just to be safe, but I wonder if, like, it's just we're supposed to assume that's Esmart. Because that's what I, yeah. when I saw it, I'm like, this is Esmart, right? Like, why is it not Esmart? Yeah, but you're like, they could have one, di- one line of dialogue. Don't even say Esmart. Say, like, well, since we were bought out. Yeah. I don't know. Or the, to do a tongue in cheek name, something like, uh, like, I don't know. I can't think of anything right now, but something in relation to Esmart. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, what is the story with them not owning the third movie? Why don't they own the third movie? I, I don't know. Sam Raimi owns the first two, but he does not own the third. But that, that happens sometimes. It's like a, there's a problem with like all the Rocky movies where yeah. you ever notice when they show a Rocky marathon, they never have the sixth film in there. Is that the one they always have one. They always have one through five. Yeah, the one where he's Rocky's old and he his son is uh, like growing up. That's never in there because a different company owns Tommy it. Tommy Gunn. Huh. No, that's Wait, part, which that's one? Five. That's five. <laughs> yeah, I never saw a, part six. A different studio and, owns it. And part seven is where is the is Creed. That's <laughs> come on, Pudge, touch me, I sue. <laughs> but Ash was Evil Dead. I give that if you're you an Evil Dead that? fan. That, yeah, that if is you're funny. a horror <laughs> fan, if you're a horror fan, or even just like a good show fan. Yeah. What, what, what if you're someone up? who isn't to horror but likes the comedy stuff? It's funny if you can get by yeah. all the gore. Yeah, and it's half hour too, so you, it doesn't yeah. wear out its welcome. Like just I when it's ending, that. you're like, yeah, that's the nice thing. That. More shows need to be a half hour because like you don't need everything's an hour, and you kind of get bored. That show, it's like, yeah, it's thirty minutes, and it's just bam, and then you got to watch thirty minutes of black sales commercials, and it's over. <laughs> well, do, <laughs> do they do this on AMC? I, I guess they do. Is but uh, I think there's like five minutes behind the scenes stuff too with every episode, so you get to oh, see yeah. that. Feel the practical effects. Stay tuned for scenes from Ash versus Evil Dead after we watch another. And there's no, <laughs> there's no Ash versus Evil Dead after show or something like that. I hope not. Yeah. Just don't. I don't want to do that. The Walking Evil Dead. Uh, Dead. Talking Ash or Talking Evil. Evil talk. Ash talk. Yeah. Anyways, watch it. Talking show. Evil. And it's really cool. The cabin, the cabin finally came back, and I was really paying attention. Uh, the cabin changes between one and two because they they had to rebuild it. There's a lot of big differences, but sort of the main iconic things like there's a the round mirror, the clock, the couch, that all stayed yeah. identical. The, the 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 ground, the floor with the uh, the trap door, and all that was perfectly yeah. recreated. You're like, hey, the clock is still there. The the same clock from the, the moose head. The moose head. There's the mirror. Uh, there's <laughs> the certain, patio there's a, swing. Was there? Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, and, there, and his Ash's girlfriend's cross is still up on the hill in the TV show. Right, he rejams that cross, and like the shed is still in the back. I, have you seen the second to last episode, Matt? Like the one from last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen all of his. Yeah, he went. Do you see? He went into the shed, and spoiler: yeah. his girlfriend's skull is still stuck in the clamp. <laughs> yeah, the I thought that was crazy. Because yeah. in the second movie, he cuts his girlfriend's head off in the first movie, 
She comes back to life decapitated, and she starts biting. It's, it's, what, it's what causes his hand to get possessed. Her decapitated head starts biting his hand. Mm-hmm. And to get it off his hand, he drags his hand. He drags it out to the shed and sticks it in the clamp <laughs> and rips it off. And then he, he, he kills the head with a chainsaw. Well, the skull is still stuck in the clamp. Yeah. All these yeah. years later. And that's like, that is amazing. No, there's a lot of nods to the movies. I think they, I think they did well. And so the second season's a go then for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They confirmed that a while ago. Right on. Right on. And I really, one thing they did too, uh, you think just cause the show has Ash, I was, I was kind of worried about the goofy people that are going to not be Ash. Like I just want to see Ash, but they, I, you really like Pablo and, uh, God, and, yeah. and, and Kelly. Pablo and Kelly are great characters. They're perfect. I just, Pablo at first, I'm like, I hope he doesn't play like the dumb, sorry, the dumb foreign guy. You know, yeah. it looked like he was going to play that stereotype, but he's, he's kick-ass, man. And Kelly's kick-ass and uh, that other chick that joins them halfway through. Lucy Lawless is great in this show. All the people so, that die horribly are pretty good, too. Pablo's, di- and the di- Pablo's dialogue is really freaking funny. Yeah. You're the, you're the jefe. <laughs> it's got a little bit of everything. So that's what's really good about this show, I think. You know, I have to continue to watch it. I'm way behind. But I like the mixture, you know, I where it can, you know, it's kind of like Shaun of the Dead. One moment you're laughing and the next moment I'm like hiding behind the pillow on my couch. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this scene. <laughs> yeah, totally. What's that, where are you at right now, Normie? Right now, I'm in the attic. I've moved to the attic. <laughs> no, I mean the, the oh. show. <laughs> Sorry. Narcissist. Open the attic, man. <laughs> Roll back. Can you ask me that question again? Do over, Matt. Come on. So, Normie, where are you in the show? I'm actually about to start episode two. <laughs> oh, episode two? <laughs> way back. Well, I'm well, Normie, way Norma, back there. Not to spoil, but there's a really funny dinner scene in this episode <laughs> you're about to watch. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, yes. What about, Sean, have you tried uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead yet? Oh, uh, I'm about to start episode two. <laughs> Matt, uh, Sean, Sean, Sean. I, I don't, I don't have showtime. Hey, Sean, there's a really my, good my dinner scene it. in this one, so just be ready for it. Mimi, Mimi Rogers guest stars a uh, 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 '80s actress, Mimi Rogers. She used to be married to Tom Cruise. I'm looking she for a guest guys. A tit, a tit. I bet there's a red wedding style scene in this show. You got the internet for that, man. Don't. There's not really any tits in the show other than apparently Lucy Lawless's for like one. Like I said, I'm looking for a tit. Is it just one, Ted? What are you talking about? That's not, no. Well, there's, not, Evil Dead's not a titty show. There, I mean, or even uh, a no, movie. I, dude, I, I, dude, I'm a fan of I just don't have Showtime. It's stars. Not a pirate, you gotta, it's, a not stars. it's not really. If you, if you want to see titties, go watch uh, Friday the 13th, pretty much any of them. Yeah. No, I, I love the Evil Dead. I, I just don't have Showtime. It's I on stars. I don't know how to get it. My, or stars. But my dad I don't have has stars either. You can use an order, right? They if probably, you uh, do, um,. Oh my gosh! What is that new thing that I want to look into? Brain fart. Sling TV. They offer. um, Yeah, so they have Apple TV or Hulu or something like that. I don't know if Hulu would do that. (laughs) Might. I'm trying to think uh, other funny things, and I this is old, so um, this is not like Star Wars came out two weeks. You guys are like two months behind, so fuck y'all. But anyway, like (laughs) when, when, when he's in when he's in the bookstore, things like. He's like, we need to summon a demon, but like a real, like a real wimpy, like a little wimpy demon. I, I need to talk to it. And the mm-hmm. guy pulls out the book, and he's like, this thing, this little demon looks pathetic. It's just like a little fetus-looking piece of shit. Yeah. And they summon it. It's this giant, snarling, like evil. It looks like something out of Doom, like Doom Three. Yeah. 
and Ash is like, well, first of all, you're right. It's like a, he basically makes like a, like a MySpace joke. He's like, uh, first of all, uh, you do not match your picture. So you might want to update that. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. go to stars, you can go starsplay.com, Sean, and, uh, watch some of them. I think you just have to register. You want to rhyme to stars play pirate bay. <laughs> pirate bay. <laughs> The Arr! I'll watch it, and then that way we can talk the the, the season finale. All right, so prepare for three months from now, guys. We'll talk the season finale of Evil. No, I'm trying to do it this week, dude. Seriously, because I want to see it. That's all good. I'm I'm stalling on Star Wars. I get it. Don't worry about it. Uh, You'd like this show, though. That's the thing. I can't wait, man. So, uh, so how many more weeks, Norma, till The Walking Dead? Well, February 14th, and what are we now at? January 4th, so 30 uh, days, more uh, or less. A little uh, more, actually, more than 30 days, 34 days. 41 d- days? 40 no, is it 40 41? Days. 40 days, 40 days. No, okay. how many days are in January? 40 days well, September, January, it's November. leap year, so we have an extra day for but February, after, after but that doesn't count, does it? Dude, no. I'm so excited, I'm man. trying to do the math here, <laughs> don't have a radio show on Sundays now, so, I mean, dude, oh, last we had season a teacher was so online. nice. So nice that I could watch it live. Yeah, it is nice. Dude, Sarah uh, Underwood is hot. Who? Sarah <laughs> Underwood. I know that she, name. Carrie. She done the feed on Attack of the Show. Oh. Hold on. Oh. I, I'll send you a picture. Uh, hold on. In Zombie Cast. <laughs> is she, is she the Asian girl who's playing Psylocke? <laughs> no. No, that's Olivia. Look, 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 look Olivia at the top Munn. pick in our chat. Look at the top pick. No, uh, um, yeah, I'm looking at this guy. She looks are, vaguely familiar. I don't know. Why are we looking at hot women right now? The, it's in, it's in yeah, our why Facebook are chat. we doing that? Yeah. <laughs> why do, how did we... What? Oh, okay. I want to I ask... I'll tell you about this. I saw a, a cool movie last night that has Stephen Young in it. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's called I, I Origins. It's on Netflix. It's on the Canadian Netflix. I don't know if it's on the, the American one. Uh, but it's about like um, scientists kind of discovering things about the eye, blah blah blah, God afterlife. But Stephen Yun is in it, and he plays uh, kind of a college age um, scientist. He kind of plays Glenn, to tell you the truth. Or maybe this is an older movie, so maybe Glenn is played after this. Check it character. out. Yeah, I was just. I've oh, there he is. This. this has been tossed around before. I have to it's write it down. I pretty, pretty groovy. Maggie's movie, got actually. a new movie out too. The boy. Yeah, I saw the commercial. Like now, they're cars. having movies out. Does this give us a little insight that they might not be here mm-hmm. after this season? It might be all season. I don't know. Yeah, they got to do stuff in the offseason. Daryl Dixon does a bunch of like straight This is true. This like is weird true. horror Because I saw a couple of his co- um, co-workers, whatever, in one of the movies and stuff at Walker Stalker Con. Um, yeah. How long do you think, how many more seasons do you think we will be able to get out of this, of The Walking Dead? I think two. 20? 20. I don't, well, I, <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to, they're, they're not going to end it if it's doing well and they can just, yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd watch it forever if they kept it going. Yeah, me too. Really? You think, you wouldn't get tired of it by 20? What would they do that? So, so, so when, when would I you think, say, Norma? It would be Carl's children. It. I would, Norma. I'm I think. done this season. I'm, I'm no more. No, you're, when would you say that? Nobody would. 
No, but okay, well, uh, case in point, Breaking Bad, they said they're done, and they ended off amazingly. If Breaking Bad mm-hmm. continued for 10 years, we'd get to a point where our impressions of Breaking Bad were sullied by just how much they've dragged it out. But Breaking Bad is going to be a classic now because they ended on their terms. Walking Dead, after the Negan plotline, the comics go into some interesting territory, but it's going to be hard to top Negan for the TV show. So if they go on five more years, it's going to be one of those shows just hey, like, all you right. Guys like, gonna, yeah. You guys that, are going to stop watching feel. The Walking Dead once Rick dies. Rick's never going to die on that show. Look, if he well, dies, what, I will still watch it. I like what, the fact of I like point, they're not afraid to kill big characters. Rick is, Rick is untouchable. That's the but only untouchable I like untouchable watching guy. zombie shows just for a simple fact of getting to point A to point B. I'm happy with that. You watch The Walking Dead for getting from point A to point B? They wander in a forest for five I years. I want to see a map of where they walk from point A to point B, like just lines going back and forth. over. It's just a big seasons. circle, <laughs> like just a spiral. It started here. It has Rick Grimes and like is like at the hospital, then line to Morgan's house, then line to the campsite, then there's lines going back and forth, zigzagging all over the place. <laughs> make like little dance lines. You know, it would be interesting if – if it were to go that long, that at this point it's no longer like Rick. You know what I mean? Like we start slowly weeding them out and getting a new generation. But again, what story have we not seen so far? You know, it's. I think we're still limited. And at that point, it would just drag on. And I wouldn't want to watch something that's just like a chore to watch. I complain a lot, but 20 seasons, I would watch it all 20 seasons. I swear I would. What about uh, you, Ted? I mean, Trailer Park Boys. I'm trying to go. One city. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, what has been going on for that long? The Simpsons has been on forever. South Park has been on 19 seasons. And, and does, does that what, get what old? serial show? But I got to admit, I didn't really watch show. South Park. I, South, South Park's, yeah, that's true. This is not a stamp, but South Park's like one of my favorite shows ever. And even I was like, I barely watched the new episodes because they're just not funny anymore. So, God, they finally have done it. The, the South Park's just hit that like place where I'm not Park. laughing anymore. I like Maybe it. it's you, Ted. Maybe it's you, Could Matt. Could be. I got tired of the PC <laughs> principal stuff. That just went, they, they had a run-on joke with a whole season about PC principal. PC uh, principal. Hey, guys, right. what they could do, they could do like Breaking Bad had you know Better Call Saul. They spun it off. They <laughs> better, could, call they could, better Call Rick. They could, in, they could end <laughs> Walking Dead and then have a new show called Better Pick Rick or something. <laughs> Pick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be a whole new. It'd be a, and it, it, it's because basically what they did is like we're ending Breaking Bad, but not really. Here's a whole other show. And all the all the characters end up guest starring, and some of them stick around when the show's not doing so well. Yeah, and then suddenly they better, be like gradually everyone comes hunter, back. Hunter help them get out of messes they with should, with they zombies. Should, yeah, they How should do a show me? on. They should do. They should do a show on that guy with the bow staff, whatever his name is. Morgan. It's, is yeah. it about him just going around being a big pussy? Don't tie this to Donatello, Tiger. Don't tie this to Donatello. <laughs> oh, the show would just have him kicking ass. That's pretty much. Would just maybe, he gets a, a, maybe he Not gets a maybe he gets a purple a purple headband. <laughs> just the last episode is him Poor finding size. a purple headband and then putting it on slowly and looking Being up. Trained by like, Eastman, Cowabunga, dudes! And credits. He gets he gets trained by that rat that was underneath the dumpster <laughs> with uh, with Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> was there was there a rat under there in one shot or something? I thought there was a rat. <laughs> yeah, it's all foreshadowing. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Well, so in chat, in, in chat, they're talking about how much they love Zombie Cast, and hopefully, when The Walking Dead ends, we will not stop, and we will not stop 
But we need reviews, chat. Go leave us some reviews. Uh, that's one thing that we do need. We don't need money. We need reviews. Reviews. Yeah. Well, money would... Well, I was going to say oh. money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. If you want to give us $10 million, do. keep doing the yeah. show. If yeah, you are yeah, a rich no... benefactor who we wants to We need to go to, to patreon.com. And, uh, you know, Doctor yeah, of the just... Dead started doing that. And where people could pay like a dollar, a dollar for every episode we put out. Because I do need to update some stuff. We need to, uh, really teach... getting old. Sell t-shirts, man. Yeah, yeah let's. Yeah, I'm, there's I'm, no, I'm is there no news about zombies and stuff? We can always do the chit chat. Well, it's five minutes towards the end of the show. So. Nobody likes talking about shit or oh, chit chat. I thought you said shit chat. I wanted to say something I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up two weeks ago, but I I got pissed off and then I, we didn't talk about it. It was the uh the 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 the, the Google cardboard thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tell yeah. us. I'll say Did this real quick. It? I got I here's the story. I went to Kamikaze on Halloween Day and I got one for free and I didn't know what it was. They literally were handing them out and I got one and I was like, well, what the fuck is this cardboard viewfinder thing? And I never understood what it was. I didn't have any clue and I've had it. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago, they were giving out free, um, um, what's the word, uh, uh, like Force Awakens ones on the internet, and I managed to get one of those. And I and that one actually had instructions, so I was like, oh, so I downloaded the app, and I still didn't know what it was, and I stuck my phone in, and I looked through, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is a virtual reality thing. And I started downloading all the stuff it recommended. And you download this one app that has 10 different things you can do. And I'm telling you, for a cardboard box, this is like some high-quality virtual reality. Like, you really Dude. are like, holy... Because I did the Oculus Rift at uh, Scare LA. No shit, this was about as good as the Oculus Rift. No kidding. Really? Really? I swear to God. Um, <clears throat> well, I downloaded this app, and it, it has like 10 different things. And one of them is this neat thing where you're like floating over a lake and then like this train comes across the lake and comes right at you and it's it is kind of like holy shit and then right before it hits you it explodes into like flowers and it's really immersive and pretty and then there's a really creepy one where you're in a room and bono and the edge you're in the room with you singing and you're literally like look at the edge is sitting next to you and bono and then um there's one you can do with like insidious three with lynn shay is in the room with you and she's talking to you but the one that steals the show, and I know John Jacobson tweeted about it, and I was like, I, I discovered this thing the same time he did. It's called uh, uh, Catatonic, and it's one of the scariest fucking things. I've, I, and I'm a guy that knows horror. I got, I, I did the Catatonic thing, and I was like, this is terrifying. This hmm. this little five minute thing, it, and I got, I got my mom to do it. And she couldn't even make it to the end. She actually said, I can't do this. And she took it off. And she said, that box is the most horrifying thing <laughs> I have ever in my life seen. It turned like, you catatonic. Huh? She, she's mm. literally like, she, she, she doesn't even want to see the box. Like, I'll, I'll like walk up and have the box in my hand. And she's like, I don't even want to see that fucking thing. Get it away from me. That is the most horrifying thing. And my brother like was coming over for Christmas Eve. And my mom on the phone was like, when you come over, your brother wants you to try this thing. Okay. And she told him about it, and he came over, and he's like, I want to try this the box. And I set it up and gave it to him, and I, we watched him do catatonic, and he's just looking around, and he's like, ooh, ah. And he starts going, ugh. <laughs> he starts doing the, ugh. Dude, it's fucking spooky. So I, so I, I can buy this, right? I'm going to buy this. You, you, can get it, you can get one for like 20 bucks, but I, I lucked up and got, got a couple free. But, I mean, you can – there might be a way just to get another one free, just look into it because it's – but – I got to tell you, dude, the catatonic thing is a little five-minute experience, but I've done it like ten times, 
and you you're looking up, down, left, right. It's fully like looking everywhere. It's like and you look down, see your lap. You're in a wheelchair, getting pushed through an insane asylum. That's all it is. That's and you can funny. turn around, look behind you, and see the guy pushing it's you. Creepy. It is spooky as hell, and I don't want to spoil any of it. But if you can get a Google cardboard, download the Catatonic. I know uh, John Jacobson thought it was amazing, and I was like, I agree. The thing is fucking awesome. Okay, I'm I'm looking at the site right now. There's so many options now. Uh, which one do I buy? I got the Kylo Ren with the Kylo Ren face. Oh no, but I'm looking at, like a Knox version two, a Viewmaster. Uh, yeah, well, they have like real ones you can get, but you can get the ones that are just cheap cardboard that are apparently about as good. You have to hold them with your hands though. They don't have a strap, which is a little annoying. Twenty nine ninety nine. All right, I'm gonna get one of these things finally. All right, try it. Out. Didn't you? I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Uh, I saw the show notes for VGO. Didn't y'all talk about it on a VGO like a week or so? Yeah, ago? Michelle and John did it, and they loved uh, it. Was yeah, your phone able to render the 3D fine without any hiccups? Dude, I, I just I have an iPhone 6, and the videos were flawless. I mean, I was... And uh, did, I, like I said, I haven't heard the show, but did they talk about catatonic? Yeah, Matt? they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, yeah, they, and they agreed. It, that awesome. was the one they said was like the standout one. So Yeah, it's it's craziness. Cool. All right. I'm getting one. So guys, I guess we got to get to the wrap-up show. Yeah, sounds good. I think the wind just knocked out my power yeah, for a get, second. Get, so. get, the, get, get the thing and uh, fil- get your wife to film you doing it for the first time and put the video on YouTube so we can all watch yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see it. You doing it for the first time, Matt. Do right. a, I will. Yeah. Do, do a react. <laughs> Matt! No, do a react video. Dude, I got to say, your New Year's Eve picture, dude, I laughed. Dude, that was the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen in a long – dude, I, I reposted that picture. <laughs> Because, yeah, dude, I'm like Mariana's face. Was Mariana's so gonna priceless, kill him. Man. She is gonna kill him. I warned her if she went to bed early on New Year's Eve, I might take a picture of her. So she was duly dude, warned. I dude, it like you were having the best time in the world, and Mariana's laid in the bed, and it looks like you just uh, slapped her or something. She's I, I, yeah, I didn't know she was actually asleep in that picture. Uh, yeah, well, she'd just gone to bed, and then I got my wine bottle and put on my hat and came in and just, like, oh, bombarded I, I her. Y'all just, I thought y'all posed for, like, she was intentionally, like, doing, like, a, <laughs> I'm, th- I'm through with this face. She and, pose like, that pig, man. Here, uh, I think you turned on the so light and said, cheese. She'd just gone to it. bed, and that, no, that was a flash from the camera, so she wasn't, I mean, she wasn't upset, but she was just really annoyed, because I took, like, ten photos. I'm like, no, 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 okay, I want to get another one, another one, another one. <laughs> And then I went down and I drank by myself. It, New Year's Eve! Oh, Woohoo! Poor Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't care. I'll post That's that pic over on our Facebook uh, <laughs> ZombieCast. So be sure to follow ZombieCast. Like our page over there so you can see the picture of, that we're talking about. Dude, I loved it, Matt. But guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. And Miss Norma Latte, where can people find you? You can find me on All Games on Thursday nights with Knuckleballer Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you can find me on Twitter under Normie477. And come game with me under Bug on Xbox Live. Come game with me. Come game with me. Come game with me. Tedic on everything. And I, uh, I wanted to say yeah, Xbox Live. And uh, something I'll advertise for Derek because I'm a massive fan of the game. is Derek and Miss H are doing another Killer Instinct tournament. It's one of my favorite games ever, and uh, it's free this month. Or the first season's free on Games with Gold. So, go sign up for the tourney. You can win a you can win a limited edition Shadow Jago statuette if you can de- if you can defeat me and Miss H. Cool. There you so, go. Man, so Norma, go, Norma, go download it, sign up, and uh, let's let's rumble. All right. Dude, I'll do it. I am says in chat. 
Just Cause 3, I agree, I am. Dude, I'm playing Just Cause 3, dude, and I've never played. Dude, it's up there with Crackdown, man. I've it's, never it's had fun, so much man. fun on a game. Yeah. Oh, my God, Just Cause 3, dude. It, Matt, you're playing it, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's what? good crack. It's a just like, freaking game, man. You ain't yeah. even got to play the game. I mean, just, you can just dip in for five minutes or five hours, and you're going to have a good time. Just fly Ted, around blowing shit up. It's awesome. It's, God, it's just a video Ted, game. It doesn't yeah. get any better than that. Ted, you've got to get Just Cause 3, dude. I, you think Crackdown's fun. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is fun, because you can, you can fly at any time. Yeah. Dude, I, I love it, man. I, I think love I got Just, just Cause, Cause 2 for, with the with the games that go on. I've never played one of those games. I'll try it out. Dude, it's worth it's worth 100 bucks. this game, dude. I mean, I don't think it would ever get old. Do you, man? Only Star Wars Battlefront is worth 100 bucks. Or what is that? <laughs> I got that, too, in Halo 5 and Far Cry. And I want to no, say uh, I, I finally Fallout. beat the Halo 5 campaign. I don't know why everybody was bitching and moaning so much. I thought it was really good. And I think because the ending is a cliffhanger. But it wasn't like the Halo 2 cliffhanger was just like, oh, it's fucking over and it, it's it's punched you in the balls. It was like a really well done, like, oh, this sucks and this is, you know, I, I don't know if people, gamers bitching and moaning. Is it an Empire Strikes Back type of ending? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it, But it doesn't feel like you're cheated. Halo 2, you were just cheated. It felt like they ran out of development time and just cut the game off. This was like a really developed cliffhanger. Like, oh. Nice. So I don't know what people are screaming about. People like to scream. That's all. Where did we leave off? Ted, did you do yours? It's yeah, your turn. Matt. Scream. Oh, sorry. Uh, Madam McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. My cat bit me. Yeah, buddy. And Tuesday night's uh, <laughs> Video Game Outsiders, 9 o'clock at uh, Riot Cast Network. And my love with you always, I guess. Shout out. Yo, yo, you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One Gamer Tag is FreemanDaddy7, but I've been playing on my kids' account a lot lately. And uh, like normally said, we do Knuckleballer Radio, which is an any-topic show, kind of morning radio-themed on Thursdays here on AllGamesRadio.com at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. So uh, check that out. And go leave us a review, guys. iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. Reviews help us uh, big-time grow in the ranks. And especially, uh, they would help out whenever all the other shows are on hiatus now because they're only the walking dead but we produce shows every week and entertainment for you guys so that's all we ask is uh go leave us a review and we love you guys but on behalf of the mighty all games radio network mr norman latte mr tedekin mr madam mcfly and myself freeman daddy five we call episode 185 of zombie cast it's a wrap Daryl, take a bath. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and remember, shop smart, shop smart. Good night, zombies. It's, 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 it's shop value stop now. One of those. <laughs> Good night, zombies. I hope everyone.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.